0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stream Queens podcast, where we review horror films and horror-adjacent films that you can stream on the internet. I'm your co-host, Rachel, and joining me is the co-host that I would totally do a B&E with the one and only mars hello hello how are you i'm good how are you good life is good i woke up the sun was shining even though it was raining because of reasons that i think we all know your emotional
1: sun was shining yes
0: yes i swear i like floated around the house today it was
1: magical (laughs) yeah i'm laughing because i know it's actually true i know that's what happened yeah
0: it's a hundred percent true it sounds like hyperbole but the shit is like 100 real in addition to that as if the sun coming out metaphorically was not enough joy in our lives this is going to be a very exciting and very special episode because not only are we reviewing don't breathe which is a very fun movie to talk about <laughs> but we have invited on some very cool guests allow me to welcome back to the podcast the host of one of my favorite podcasts ever literally larry and justin of the here's johnny podcast that's so
2: nice thank you so much for oh, saying hello. that oh thank you that was Here. very nice i like to baste in that glory, uh, <laughs> wow! Man, I've been holding on to that forever. Okay, you oh man, oh, that my. long
0: intro must have been rough for you, brother. Yeah, it really was. It really,
2: really was. Oh my, come
0: on. <laughs> so, how have you guys been? It's been a while since you've been on. I know we've been talking about this forever, and we finally made it happen.
3: Yeah. So, podcasting-wise, we've been stuck in Resident Evil since qu- quarantine started. So, right. uh, no, yeah. So, since like the beginning
0: of time. Okay, got yeah, it, got
2: it, got, it, got what it.
3: it. Feels like never
2: ends.
0: Wait, soon. is that true? Has it been since the beginning of the quarantine?
3: Yeah, it was like we March. started it because of it, yeah.
0: Holy fuck. It's that
1: okay. Is... It's only
2: November, right? So, huh.
0: <laughs> November, yeah. Except yeah. for that it's also been a decade. I feel like you've yeah, been recovering it, really... it as long as it's been in development. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, no joke. It's, it's been a long, long time.
0: Well, this should be a, a break from that because this is a very different vibe kind of movie, I think. Yes. Yeah. But how are you guys doing otherwise? I mean, obviously, some pretty big shit has happened in the last, you know, 72 hours. How are you guys feeling? I I'm mean, feeling like great.
3: Uh, yeah. I mean, like we mentioned, the election happened, and it seems to be over, and it seems like the country pulled together. I mean, it was close, and I think that there's going to be a lot of healing that needs to take place. And I mm-hmm. think, because I, I know probably mostly because of just my family and stuff, Yeah, I Sympathetic is the wrong word. I, I want to try to make things nice and especially on Facebook, you just see all this nastiness. I'm just hoping I'm not going to Thanksgiving. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm hoping the quarantine might be
0: working out in our favor this holiday yeah. season. You're yeah, like, no, exactly. it's not because I think you're going to be in like a MAGA rage. It's because of the virus. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That is tough. This was going to be a really tough Thanksgiving no matter what. So. Mm-hmm.
3: And, like, Devin and I had already made plans, like, we're going to uh, have Thanksgiving with my friend and his family, skipping the drama of the Thanksgiving yeah. meal.
0: <clears throat> yeah, you want to, like, eat the gravy, not end up wearing the <laughs> gravy. Yes, <that's laughs> exactly right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Justin? How are you doing? How is it in Canada? Are you guys, like... Oh, it's
2: great. Um, <laughs> 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 no, I, I mean, I, again, I'm I'm glad that you guys can all breathe now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm good, you know, whatever. I mean, my Thanksgiving already passed, so whatever. <laughs> um
0: <laughs> Cool. How about you, Mars? How are you doing?
1: I've been good. Also not doing anything for Thanksgiving. So, you know. (laughs) How are you doing? Like
0: I said, I'm doing great. I haven't even thought about Thanksgiving plans yet. Like, I'm already giving thanks. So it's going to be kind of anticlimactic when it's the actual day because my Thanksgiving was like 6 a.m. on Saturday. (laughs) I was like drawing hand turkeys. No, just kidding. Um (laughs) All right, so since we have our amazing guests, and we are lazy, we're going to just go ahead and steal their format again. I think it works the best for our little group, and also it means very little work for us, and we put all the work on our guests. (laughs) That's how you know you're a good host. Hey, that's
2: that's what we do, so I mean, no shade, no shade.
0: Okay, good. Well, all right, so since you guys always have little warm-up questions, I have a warm-up question for you.
2: Amazing. Are we going to ask about the socks again?
0: How dare you, sir? How
2: dare you? Because I'm ready to go into it again. I, I really am.
0: Okay, great. Okay. Oh, so... okay. <laughs> All right. So, if someone were breaking into your house to rob you, is it
1: rude to take their shoes off or
4: should they leave them on? Oh <laughs> Just kidding.
1: Gosh. I'm resigning from the podcast.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. This one's a little bit lighter and more fun. Basically, this movie. Is about a gentleman who is vision impaired who basically has a super sniffer and can find anybody in his house. So I wanted to know what superpower would you not want to have and why?
2: Oh, easy a super sniffer i don't want to fucking smell people <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: that's cheating
2: <laughs> okay well then i gotta think about it damn it um i mean but really that would be the worst
1: yeah yeah i agree oh god yeah. that would be really bad yeah right
2: like
3: oh man so i, I don't know I, I think it'd be cool to have any of those um but i think the worst would be being the smartest man in the world. I actually have a lot of sympathy for like Ozymandias from like Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Because I I feel like especially in the comics and then if you guys have seen the TV show, I feel yeah. like maybe it makes me like a really dark person saying I have sympathy for him, but like he literally thought that was the only way he could save the world. Yes, he was like super narcissistic, but like in his mind he th- truly thought that was the only option and he like did all the permutations out and that was the only way he could save the planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that was, that'd be really hard. You know what I mean? Like, like think like, – because then it takes into account, like, utilitarianism as, like, a framework. Like, how – like, what do I need to do to justify the ends? And right, I don't know. I think, like, it, it, it's cool. Like, oh, Lex Luther's super smart, that kind of thing. But like, when you get really into it and you think about it, I think – especially for me, because, like, I, we've had conversations before about, like, like justice-focused. I think that, like, yeah. like where do you draw that line? And I, and I don't want to have that on my plate.
0: Right, you'd feel like you'd have to do something about it. Yeah, yeah,
3: and like, mm-hmm. you know, like you're the only person. Like you're the you're the smartest person. You're the only person who can figure it out. And then once, and if you know that, and like that's to be true, you're the only one who can act, and then you have to act.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is with it comes through, like super powered narcissism. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you can maintain humility, is it is it just as bad? Yeah. Or is, just the knowledge, enough, the worst.
3: Yeah, I, I, that's always something that I've been, like, because, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, be braggadocious, but, like, in the field of work I'm in, like, I'm, we, we do a lot of reading, and, like, I, I've taken a lot of advanced courses and stuff, and, like, I feel like I know a lot of stuff when it comes to science and research and that kind of thing, and it's, right. it's, it's, it's just hard, like, when you have conversations with people and they try to talk to you, like, about stupid stuff. Like, sometimes they're talking about, well, we can solve everything, and it's like, well, no, and it's, like, not even a conversation you could have. I don't know I just feel like being like so smart where like there's like how do you relate to anybody you know what I mean like mm-hmm. almost like Dr. Manhattan like how does he relate to anybody and then the TV show like spoilers but like he had to destroy himself right right to relate to somebody who he loved yeah I don't know I would not I don't want that I don't want that at all <laughs> that sounds miserable.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's totally one of those things that you're like I'm the smartest man alive, limitless. But then mm-hmm. there is kind of a dark side to it. Although if they had that limitless pill, I'd be like, yummy, yummy, too much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what about you two? What are your powers then?
1: Yeah, Mars, what's your what's the superpower you do not want? I think um, like everything you touch turns to gold would be pretty dangerous. Oh yeah, that's a rough one. King yeah. Waves. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm going to go with.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you guys are getting serious. I thought we were going to be talking about, like, doorman and stuff.
1: (laughs) Oh Well, no, I mean, I'm thinking, like, you know, what if you forgot your gloves one day and scratched your nose? Yeah,
2: gold nose. You know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I'd have to go with, I don't, I would not want to be able to read everyone's minds.
3: Yeah, that would suck, too. Oh, that'd be just disgusting.
0: I mean, eventually, I guess maybe you'd get thick skin and you'd just be like, yeah, whatever, whatever. But I feel like it would totally make it impossible for you to have any faith in humanity at all. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a nice person, but some dark shit goes through my head. Absolutely.
3: <laughs> Imagine being now driving. I mean, you live in California, especially driving through traffic and the thoughts you would hear out there.
0: It would just be like wall-to-wall fucking bitch, fucking bitch, fucking yeah! bitch. Yeah! <laughs>
1: But you'd you'd know who, who all those serial killers are. You could become a, you could become a detective.
0: You're right. My Clary Starling <laughs> dreams are now within my grasp. I
1: take it all back.
0: <laughs> How about you, Justin? Let's circle back. Did you come up with one, or is it still Super Sniffer?
2: I mean, I I work in a machine shop, and I know those some of those guys are stinky as hell. Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't stop thinking about it. Like, imagine trying to take like public transportation. Oh, oh my man. god!
2: I Oof. honestly like even like going outside or like. Going to a public restroom?
1: Oh, oh my god, that was my second yeah. thought. I, oh. Like, oh like,
2: god. I don't know. There's like some weird superhero stuff that you could get into, like Super Dupont. Dupont. I don't know oh. where his superpower is like just being French. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like
0: Sacre bleu. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know.
2: I, I I I am gonna lay with Super Sniffer because like I got kids; they stink sometimes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, Fair like, enough.
2: I, I i live by like farms and stuff so i mean it smells sometimes right. like in the you know people's feet
0: god mm-hmm. that'd be disgusting <laughs> sorry Mars.
1: Oh, <laughs> my just. whole body just tends. <laughs> i'm
2: sorry i i'm just i'm, I'm laying at the facts
1: i'm um, no i mean it's solid point I, yeah
2: i think with like being able to read people's mind like yeah People are fucking creepy and, you know, people have dark thoughts, but you'd, mm-hmm. I think you would get used to it. I don't think I could get used to, like, smelling really bad smells all day, every day yeah. for the rest of my life. No, I yeah. couldn't do that. Because at least, like, the other powers, when you're asleep, potentially they don't work. Or they're, like, not active, I guess. Right. But, but you could be, like,
0: awoken
2: by every time smell. your spouse farts. That's like, oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> just the worst. Okay. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Justin's wife. Didn't mean to bring you into this.
2: <laughs> it's okay. I'll just be in trouble. It's okay. Whatever.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, cool. Well, thank you for playing along. I know some of these questions are a little sus, so I appreciate you going for it. <laughs> All right. So, something a little less sus. What have you guys been watching, playing, listen to, etc.? Good, yeah.
2: Okay. Um, so I have been Start with watching, I guess, because that's a lot slimmer for me. Uh, I've been watching Mandalorian. I watched, obviously, Don't Breathe. I haven't really, honestly, haven't really been able to watch a lot of things lately. Uh, I've been spending a lot of my time playing the hell out of some video games. Yeah. Uh, So, obviously, we've been playing through the Resident Evil series, Larry and I. But other than that, I've been playing uh, Watch Dogs Legion Mm. And playing some Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'm about halfway through, I think. I don't know. There's like no guides or anything, so it's kind of hard to tell. Right. But, uh,
0: you are the guides. You're the one you've been waiting for.
2: I know, right? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy. Um, I don't know, but I, I, I was kind of told Larry this. It's weird already being able to see that like the current generation is going to hold back the next generation because playing Assassin's Creed, like, it's great. It's a, it's, I'm not huge on the Assassin's Creed games, but this Mm -hmm. game has, like, turned me around. Really? I absolutely... Oh, I'm in love with it. It could just be, like... It could just be the setting. Like, that's a fun setting to play Mm -hmm. in. But there's, like, a lot of, like, texture pop-ins and the loadings are pretty bad. But it also feels like something that it's... Just because they try to, like, jam so much into the world that I think Mm -hmm. next-gen will be fine. Yeah. And, and, I mean, I, I know that, Rachel, you and I have talked about Cyberpunk before and, like, our little... Discord thing, but they have come out and said the reason that it, they had to delay it is because it doesn't run well on current gen. Really? Yes. So I, we could have been playing it on the nineteenth if they didn't care, if they just right. said no, don't need that current gen stuff. So it's already starting to hold us back. I don't know. Other than that, I've just been playing a bunch of random shit here or there. Um, still no follow up to uh, the Oberdin, Return of the Oberdin. Oh. Still, still don't know what other game. Like holds a candle to that, I guess, as they're saying. Oh
0: my god! Like I was yeah. saying to you, there's a point where I discovered something about shoes, and it was like the most epic thing, right? That oh my god! That game and is and so yet, to describe it sounds so stupid. But if you're in it and you're playing, and you have that moment, that epif- that shoe epiphany, it is. So, you're like, yes, like, it, it's it, like the it's... end of Rudy or something over there. <laughs> 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 it, so that game
2: is. Also very interesting because I think it's, like, the perfect game for, like, people who don't really play video games that often to kind of, like, jump in and see, like, hey, these are Mm -hmm. what, like, some of the more unique titles are doing. But, man, I I wish that was, like, a subgenre of video games because I would be all over it.
0: Yes, agree 100%. And that's, yeah, after it was over, I was like, I have no idea what to play. So, like, I'm essentially just playing the waiting game. Like, <laughs> And I'll just play a game when the new <laughs> consoles come out. <laughs> because, yeah, how do you follow up the Obra Den? You don't.
2: You can't. You absolutely can't. Yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, I guess I'm just waiting for next gen and some Demon Souls, probably. Nope. Yep. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. How about you, Larry? What have you been watching?
3: Sure. Uh, so, like Justin said, Mandalorian kind of kicked back off. And then, oh, it's so good. for me, it it just really the first episode in particular just tickled all of the reasons why I love Star Wars. Even with like I've discussed with you guys before in all my podcasts at length my problems with The Last Jedi
4: mm-hmm. and just
3: the this the sequel trilogy in general. This like how it just mm-hmm. feels so corporatized as opposed to like, like having heart. And the first episode of Mando, the second one too, but the first one more so it was just mm-hmm. It was amazing. Like I, I I just couldn't believe how I felt watching it. And so I've started like an ultimate rewatch of the franchise. Um I found nice. like, a Reddit I found a Reddit list that puts in um the T V shows and the movies and like the spinoff movies and everything into a chronological order and it actually That's breaks cool. yeah, and it breaks down Clone Wars into chronology instead of just like watching it through the seasons.
1: Hmm.
3: So I've been doing that. Um that's, like, the big thing I've been doing there. Um, when it comes to games, Justin and I wrapped up Resident Evil 6 last week. We were playing Resident Evil 7 for the podcast this week. I actually beat it on Saturday. Um, I was playing it on stream. I'm still still pretty quick at it. I want to try to do a speed run before we review it this week. Nice. Um, we're going to be watching Friday the 13th Part 4 to have a special episode coming out uh, on Friday the 13th, continuing that trend. Um and then reading, I got Justin to read the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires.
0: Oh yeah, how was that?
3: Uh, Justin liked it, I think. Right?
0: Yeah, it, it was.
2: It was fun and pulpy, but I think some of the themes were lost on me. Not kind yeah. of yeah. So, being in that like suburban area kind of. So thing. Rachel
3: Mars, you guys, I'm sure have heard of like of like the uh, the Southern Color novels. Like um, John Grisham wrote a bunch of books that kind of just they had a story, but they also painted a picture of what a certain area of the country was like.
0: Mm, okay. I, I mean, I haven't heard of it described as that way, but I think I know what you mean. Um
3: sure. So, basically, it takes place in South Carolina in, like, the mid-80s to early 90s. hmm And it talks about, like, women's role in those communities. Mm. On top That's of a vampire story. And it covers, it like, it does not shy away from, like, Racism, misogyny, just um, a bunch of really, really, really heavy things.
4: Mm.
3: And the other thing I like about it, too, is that I'm always looking for a vampire story that's more like Salem's Lot as opposed to Interview with the Vampire. Gotcha. Right? So more, like, spooky, moves in the town, kind of parasitic as opposed to sexy vampire. Sexy, <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. I'm just more of a fan of the of the prior. Uh, so, yeah. It, it like that, and then Justin listened to it. And we reviewed it; and that was kind of cool. Um, I did have a big bummer, Rachel. You knew about this because you were going to help me. We tried to get on the Boulay Brothers.
0: It may still have. You never know what the I future know. will bring. You never know. I mean, because once the next season starts, they're going to mm-hmm. be doing press again, and they've announced the next season. So that's we're going to jump on that shit. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm
3: disappointed in myself because I always like I'm I'm very notorious for like <laughs> not getting my hopes up and trying to just. Wait till oh, it
0: happens.
4: Larry. And, and
3: I I cave. Especially like when we had a date and it was like me and you and we were gonna be doing with them and Yeah. Then it, that that sucked. But like I've I've come around from that and but no, I am honestly works really picked back up. Um which is good and bad because yeah. with OSU we have to park remotely, so we have to ride a bus in and they have it like socially distanced and never wear masks, but you're still riding in a metal tube with a bunch of nurses and that's <laughs> stressful oh, oh how f- and then like i watched like, like i'm probably the only person here who's a big football fan but last night was the clemson notre dame game and it was a really really good game and notre dame beat clemson and then the whole crowd rushed the field oh boy oh yeah I mean, awesome. <laughs> it was awesome we just gotta knock it, it, out it, a
0: few more super spreader events then we can get back <laughs> on track
3: i thought we were being positive till tomorrow morning rachel what are you doing here
0: alright you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, let's move on, let's move on. Okay, so, uh, Mars, what have you been watching? <laughs> Sorry for my tangent, I apologize. No, it's Listen, we haven't talked for so long, and it's been, like, big shit, and this is usually what we talk about, so we got yes. to get it out of the way.
1: Oh, my gosh, I don't even remember now. <laughs> um, I, well, it's, you know, the time of year when all the shows are starting to come back. Yeah. So, that's exciting for me. I just remembered Rick and Morty exists. And they have a whole season that I haven't watched. Yeah, I know. So started that today. Superstore is coming back. I think Brooklyn Nine Nine should be back soon. Uh, They're coming
2: back in January. In January, because oh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I mean, I, I think it'll be a little hard. Like, I'm I'm curious to see where they go with it this season. Just kind of with all the stuff happening around, like cops and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I'm excited. Oh, I love that show.
2: Like. Oh, exactly. I love
1: yeah. that show. Mhm. Oh,
2: man. Sorry. Anyways. That was it for
1: me. Oh, (laughs) Oh,
3: okay. 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 What about you, Rachel? What's been new with you?
0: Well, it's the end of the year. And so we always have to do our end of year crunch. Like every year I'm like, this is the year I'm going to keep up with horror movies. So I don't have to do the crunch. And then every year, October rolls around and I'm like, fuck, I've watched three movies. (laughs) So I've been doing like a mega crunch and I've actually watched a lot of surprisingly good things. I think this year's, we do a year in review on the zombie girls every year. And You know, there's always a handful of movies that are just gimmies. like you knew Get Out was going to be the number one movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you knew Hereditary was going to be the number one movie. That's how it kind of is every year with some movie. And this year, I'm not really sure what it's going to be because, you know, obviously COVID has disrupted a lot of things in our lives. But like in some ways, especially all of the sort of top tier movies, everything has just been push, 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 push. And so what has happened is that nature abhors a vacuum. So it's just full of all of these independent films that would have completely floated under the radar in previous years. So it's been really, really interesting to see movies that I think probably would not have made the cut. Mm-hmm. um because of time and it'll be i have i have no idea what our top 10 is going to be this year it's going to be so all over the place i'm actually pretty excited about it
3: but yeah because i i think the only two horror films i saw in theaters before the dark times was invisible man and the lodge
2: mm-hmm. holy yeah. fuck! invisible man came out this year that yep. is, that feels like it came out like eight years ago yep because
0: <laughs> yep. over so time it did <laughs> Right. Oh yeah, that's like Resident Evil one times. Yeah, yes. uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I, I mean, there's some really, really interesting movies this year, and there's been some fun things. Like I said, that I never would have got around to. Like I watched a movie with the worst name, but was actually freaking delightful. It's a movie called Uncle Peckerhead. Has <laughs> any of you guys even oh, heard of this? No. <laughs> oh, it's. I. You know what? It's good i mean i don't want to overhype it because it is a very small low budget film Mm -hmm. but it's okay so terrible name really fun it's about this band named duh which halfway through the movie, I looked over and my boyfriend was ordering a band shirt, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which came the other day with a handwritten note from the director. So that's cute. But it's about this band and they're going on their very first tour ever. And things take a very gory turn when they pick up a roadie named Uncle Peckerhead, who okay. just so happens to be a demon for thirteen hours, or 13 minutes every day. okay Okay. and it's it's very charming it's very light surprisingly it's very funny and the music in it is really great surprisingly because actually one of the main characters does all the music like he actually has a band and like it's his music and he's making a like a fictional album now based on the music of duh that's going to be coming out next year yeah, it's, it's just this great example of how you don't need a ton of money, a big budget, movie stars, any of that stuff to make a very charming, fun horror movie. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the special effects are a little dodgy. You can see some seams on some of the prosthetics and stuff. But the characters and the jokes are really solid and likable and funny in a way that it kind of... It it reminds me of like kind of the shitty movies that you would find at slumber parties as a kid. So
2: sure. I I do have a question. Is it the same thirteen minutes every day?
0: Yes. Okay. And it's, it's not it's like... like every night at midnight for thirteen minutes he is a demon. Okay. Who eats people. And it, it makes oh, okay. touring challenging (laughs) when anytime someone pisses you off your roadie goes and eats them it's not great (laughs) but it's it's it kind of subverts your expectations and that they find out that he's a demon on day one and then kind of, like, half the band is like, but Uncle Peck is so cool. And then, like, one person in <laughs> the band is like, yeah, but I just watched them eat someone's intestines. That's not that great. But they need his <laughs> band. And so, like, <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's very, you're laughing. If you're laughing at that, you're going to like the movie. It's just, like, kind of joyful in a way that i I'm <laughs> the movie i'm currently watching that i'm not talking about because i'm not done with it is possessor which is like this beautiful art house sci-fi oh, horror how
2: is that, is that cronenberg? beautiful
0: art house sci-fi horror
2: <laughs> isn't it it's like a... cronenberg's son yeah right yes, it's
0: brandon funny. cronenberg yes i it's his follow-up to antiviral and it is pretty graphic in terms of the violence and like nudity and sex and all that kind of stuff i mean it's it's definitely don't like watch it with your parents like yeah, yeah. I mean and it and it's clinical in the same way that Cronenberg's movies are. Okay. And that it's kind of it's very cold, but it's sort of like Cronenberg by way of Nolan, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. So I so far I would recommend it, but I haven't finished it yet, but it is it's just the polar opposite of Uncle Peckerhead, which is this super like punk DIY fun vibe as opposed to the super slick, beautiful, dark, grim, everything is terrible vibe, but also very good.
3: I'm curious, will Spiral make your cut for the top movies this year?
0: I haven't watched it yet. Okay. <laughs> it's on the list. It is on the to-do list. I should send you a link to the list. You'll be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it is long, long. So, yeah, I watched that. The other thing, again, another really fun thing I've been watching is Truth Seekers on uh, Amazon Prime. Are you? Is anybody watching this?
3: I haven't even heard of that, I don't think. Yeah.
0: Oh, you're in for a treat, my friends. Okay, so this is the new Nick Frost-Simon Pegg joint. Oh.
1: Oh, I've seen a trailer for this. You are gonna
0: love it, Marzi. Okay, so it's it stars Nick Frost. Um, Simon Pig shows up as his boss, but he's basically like a broadband installer who, in his spare time, is a paranormal investigator on the internet. And he gets a new sort of newbie partner, and all of a sudden, like, spooky things start happening, and there's, like, this grand spooky um, conspiracy taking place as they're investigating. And it's, again, just very charming, very funny, very light. Malcolm McDowell shows up as Nick Frost's dad and is like
3: Oh, delight. fantastic.
0: I mean, I love Malcolm McDowell because he has, like, a certain gravitas, but he's not – he never seems like he's having a very good time. No, he this doesn't. This is the <laughs> first time I've ever seen Malcolm McDowell look like he's, like, happy to be on set. I felt um, like,
3: have you seen 31 from Zombie?
0: No, I have not seen 31.
3: I, I did feel in that one like he was having a good time. But that's oh, also, that's good. That's also a rough pill. <laughs> yeah,
0: Because I, I kind of feel like he's one of those guys that shows up and collects his check. You know what yeah. I mean? He's good mm-hmm. because he's Malcolm McDowell, but I imagine he's probably a nightmare on set. Just like grumpy and yep. like unimpressed by everything. And I kind of do not get that vibe in this. He's very funny in this. He's cool. kind of like he's the elderly grumpy dad but he makes friends with uh with another internet woman who has agoraphobia and played by Susan Wacoma, who is my queen and mm. i absolutely love. So, yeah, i would definitely recommend Truth Seekers. It's like 8 episodes long and i've only got a couple left and i'm kind of hoarding them because it's so much fun. Also, if you love British comedy, there's lots of little cameos of people from other things that you love that show up, like if you watch The Mighty Boosh, there's some people from that in it. It's it's just really fun and i it's a perfect little binge for a weekend. Like if you're having a shit weekend, put on some mm-hmm. Truth Seekers. It's it's definitely a it's an upbeat joint. Yeah, so that's what I've been watching. Aside from obviously The Mandalorian, who oh my god, Timothy yeah, Oliphant. It's... I'm so oh, excited. I, I,
3: I had no idea, and that literally just made me so happy. I was like, right. Oh, well, this is fantastic.
0: Oh how, how oh my god,
2: Larry, how have we forgot about this? We also watched The Boys season two. Oh uh, yes,
0: Mars. Have you
1: watched The Boys? No.
0: Oh, oh, my oh, God. oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, my gosh. I have seen trailers, though, and it does look good. Okay. No, I haven't... The trailers
0: make it look like shit. It's so yeah. much better than the trailers. Really? Yes. Yeah, that was why I, I didn't... didn't
3: watch the first season when it first came out. Yes. I thought it was going to be dumb, Same. but it's not.
0: Yes. Yes. It's Eric Kripke, you know, Supernatural. Okay. Um, yeah. This, yeah, yeah, The next season is going to have Jensen Ackles, Ackles in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. So oh. get on board. As soldier there's, Boy. There is something that happens in the finale where the girls get it done scene which i have watched like three times huh. and <laughs> it's like, like the perfect parody yeah. of
3: the uh avengers one to just how to do mm-hmm. it right it was
2: you... chef's so, kiss. Uh, I, I do, do have, have a not... question rachel um yes. on your list is nobody sleeps in the woods tonight on there i've heard been hearing a lot about that recently
0: it's on the list, but I have not watched it yet because okay. I've been too lazy to deal with that. subtitles. <laughs> oh, really? I,
2: I I don't know. I I keep seeing people talking about it on Twitter and how amazing it is. So I'm like a little skeptic to watch it just because, like, well, and there, there's also that. Uh, oh my god! Oh shit! Pulling it I can't up. Think of his name, um, Paul Blart. What's what's who's the guy who plays Paul? Oh, Blart? Becky. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Becky. Uh huh. Was that any good?
0: Um. So there are things I really liked about it. Uh, the problem is, and I, I, I applaud Paul Blart, but uh, Paul Blart, <laughs> I applaud <laughs> Evan James, Evan James, like trying something different. But I don't know that I ever bought him as a Nazi. You know what I mean? Yeah. You watch Green Room, and you see Patrick Stewart, and it hurts your heart, but you believe that son of a bitch is a Nazi. Whereas Paul Blart, like, I just... (laughs) Paul Blart again, He's, like, a Nazi, but he looks like he should also kind of be on a segue. You know what I mean? (laughs) So there are things about it, though, like, Becky herself is great, and uh the extremely violent ways that she deals with some nazis is very cathartic there's some dog violence that i do not enjoy but i don't know i did kind of like it because she kind of she has such like chaotic rage energy that i was like yes my inner 12 year old is so into this right now (laughs) so yeah um i would i would soft recommend becky yeah okay all right, cool. Well, that's what we've been watching. This has gone on way too long, and we haven't even got into the good stuff. Oh, <laughs> so, holy
4: shit, you're right. Okay, Yeah, sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I mean,
0: I don't got to work tomorrow, but I think Mars does.
2: <laughs> I do. It's okay. I, I have to be at work for 4.30, so. <laughs> okay. Like, in the morning.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh. Okay, well, then we'll, I say we just push through till then. It'll be great. You'll be fine. Huh. He'll drink yeah? some coffee. <laughs> like,
3: he'll be fine. I gotta be, I'd be in lab at 5.30, too. We'll be fine
0: okay All right. well let's get into this review of Don't Breathe but before we do that I'm sorry one last thing we need to do which is normally on the show we do a Mars does a little drink pairing for us at the end of every review we talk about like what you would drink if you were going to um, watch this movie again but this thing this time we're going to mix things up a little bit because we uh, were very kindly gifted by the good folks over at the Prisoner Wine Company uh, a few bottles of their signature wine blends. So Mars has selected one of them to go with tonight's. Uh, and we're going to be, thank God. Here's the other thing. It's taking so long to get to this point. means We're still freaking sober. So <laughs> this is a problem. <laughs> we need to get to drinking. Uh, Mars, for the love of God, tell us about what we'll be drinking so that I can drink this freaking wine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the wine that we have chosen to go with this movie tonight, uh, from the Prisoner Wine Company, is called the Prisoner, because there's a prisoner. Spoiler alert! <laughs> I don't know. It's a red blend. <laughs> we haven't tried it yet. I was. Awesome. I, I'm,
2: I'm very surprised you guys didn't want to try some like some kind of turkey basting, maybe like a butter beer. Wow. Or something. Right. Wow. Right. Some
0: something wild turkey, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Butter oh. beer. You're oh so fired for that. <laughs> All right, i got that I was a little delayed my brain rejected it so it took a little I, while to i don't i just like a brain i don't
2: know is that a thing is it i don't
0: know <laughs> oh lord <laughs> okay so a little detail on prisoner wines they're a napa-based wine company that has won several awards for their proprietary blends which is a thing apparently i'm learning um clearly i do not know my wines except for that They come in box form often. (laughs) Um, The name of the company is based on a painting by Francisco de Goya, who is an artist that is near and dear to horror fans everywhere. Thanks to his black painting series, which were basically the like paintings he did on the walls of his house in the latter part of his years when he had like become very embittered and full of rage as evidenced by the paintings himself, which are so rad. And the wine itself comes from one of his etchings called Latite Prisoner. And is the art that is on this particular bottle of red blends. So it's the perfect drink for horror fans uh, who also are fans of being fancy.
1: Which apparently we are. Fans of at least faking it.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm really pulling it off, Because <laughs>
1: I'm drinking this really nice wine next to a litter box.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right, so Harry right, Mars, I'm, I'm swirling it in the glass. I'm swirling. This is a thing I see people oh, do man, on they're, TV. They're,
2: their labels actually do look really awesome. I I just right? looked at them. I'm, I'm on their website. They look really cool.
0: Right? They are really cool. So smell it. Are you smelling it, Mars? I actually already tasted it because I thought that's what you did, Mars. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> all right, well, I'm smelling it. Getting... those
2: super sniffer powers would come in real handy right now.
0: Right? It smells Calm down, like Fraser like Green. I smell alcohol grapes <laughs> maybe something
1: hints of purple hints of pearl pur-
0: yes hints of purple mm, okay i think i feel like i've really covered all my bases here so i'm gonna go ahead and taste it oh fuck that's good Yeah, <laughs> it's, <really> good. <laughs> it's, it's real good it's so fruity it's so fruity i'm gonna have to have nine of these mm. thank you prisoner wines and for those of you at home yeah get you a get you a bottle of this seriously worth it oh my god that's so good good. i swear to god like i don't know shit about wines i just like wines all taste like wines there's the red wines and the white wines and then there's the pink wines in the middle that i like the best or so i thought but turns out if you expand beyond the box and into the bottle things (laughs) will
1: change yeah it turns out expensive wine tastes better what what
0: (laughs) so yeah sorry let's get into don't breathe uh now oh
3: Oh, the drums! Oh I'm sorry, did my... I come across well? I was trying to like do a drum roll. <laughs> sorry.
2: Yeah. Oh my God! I thought you just like no. Sorry, somebody just broke into your house. No, I was trying
3: to. Sorry about
2: that.
0: Oh my gosh! I had to install a bump key protector on my door because somebody nearby is like breaking into people's houses at night with bump keys, which is perfect topic for tonight since it's all about breaking and entering oh. someone's home, and my my greatest fear beyond spiders even is the moonlight man home the invasion yeah i and it gave me really fucked up dreams and one of them i thought there was like a black figure in the house and yeah. i was like should i throw my laptop at him thank god i didn't you ever have night
3: before oh rachel oh my god
0: i have i've had sleep paralysis yep
3: yep that's what i was talking about yeah i used <laughs> to get those there was like a two or three year period where it was almost like twice or three times a week really yeah
0: it's, oh, that's so interesting
3: absolutely like, like being stuck there and like Seeing things move around you. What did you
0: see? What did you see? Like black so, figures.
3: I saw people like crawling up, like black figures like, <gasps> crawling up the stairs and like staring no. at me, like, not being able to scream. It happened one no. time, like when me and Devin first started dating. Like I was like trying to yell, but it's just, like this gurgled, like you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. But I haven't had one. Knock on wood. I have one tonight, but I haven't had one. Damn, for two or two or three years. That those were terrifying. Not being able to move your body and yeah. seeing things move. That is. Uh, whew, that's next level.
0: I've never seen anything with a an night terror. But it's always sensation based. Okay. Where I can't move. And I can feel hands moving up <sighs> my body. And then whispering in my ear. It never happened
3: to me. For me it was always like seeing things move. But I think the I whispering mean, is even terrible up. too. God damn that's awful.
0: Have you Have you seen that movie The Nightmare? No. Okay, it's a documentary about sleep paralysis and there's oh, lots of reenactments in it. I highly oh, recommend the stories changed me. Right. I, ugh, it's so bad. Yeah. All right. Don't <laughs> breathe. Drum roll. Can we get a repeat on the drum roll? No, I'm
2: afraid to hurt everybody again. <laughs> Okay, all right, well, you just more scared the shit out of me than
0: anything. <laughs> I was worried somebody got hurt. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> like, the <laughs> universe does not want us to talk about based. Baster. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. So, we are going to be talking about Don't Breathe, the follow up to. Fede Alvarez's Evil Dead. Very different direction with this one. And so I'm very excited to hear about what you guys think about it. Now, this is something we've been planning for a very long time. Ever since, I mean, God, since the last time you guys were on and Justin brought up the possibility of covering this. Now, Justin, you selected this movie. I'm going to come back to you after we go through our synopsis and our production information. Because I want to know what it was about this movie that made you pick it. Uh, All right. So let's start with, I guess, production information. Larry.
3: No, it that's what you hey, mean that's justin. This time. I'm doing oh, oh, it no, oh, sorry
0: sorry 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 Do not
3: yeah. scare me like that i did not come prepared for that, <laughs> <laughs> that would skip over to wikipedia for me
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we like to keep it funky over here okay you just never know what we're gonna throw at you also i have now had a wine so i don't even know what i'm gonna throw at you <laughs> 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 all right justin can you please tell us about the production of this hair movie film
2: yeah, sure. So, uh, like Larry said, Wikipedia. Okay. Um, so, Fede <laughs> <laughs> Uh So, he, he decided that the next project he had after Evil Dead, he wanted to have uh, a lot less blood and, and an original storyline and kind of more suspense and no dependence on a spooky supernatural element. Mm. And I think, uh, I think he did a good job. And apparently <laughs> uh, around this time... That's weird
0: because my, my entire spirit left my body. <laughs>
2: oh we'll get there um I, I feel like that's where the majority of this conversation is going to take place around that scene so uh no apparently in 2016 everybody was obsessed with like these super making these supernatural movies mm-hmm. that's actually another reason why he kind of wanted to it's
0: like the wa- deep one hmm
2: yeah he, he wanted to like kind of i mean be different right and uh yeah uh,
4: da, da, da,
2: da, da. <laughs> oh my God. Wow! I've
3: been so busy today. Hero. It's need okay. A, need a I to promote our podcast, my friend.
0: <laughs> 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 I mean, I feel like it's on theme for our podcast, though. Lack of preparation is kind of the our
2: hey. hey I, I never do the movies, so you I don't. Know, you don't. Um,
1: I mean, half the sentences I say on our podcast end with a trail off. So, <laughs> no judgment. oh man, I am
2: right at home then. Cool. <laughs> Uh yeah, I I I mean it, it was interesting that uh he he did want to work with Jane Levy. Again, obviously, from Evil Dead. I love Jane Levy. Um he's actually only made a one other movie that has obviously come out. He's got like 3 coming out next year apparently. Oh wow. Um The Girl in the Spider's Web, it, it's like a reboot of uh The Girl with the Dragon Tattoos. Have either has, has anybody watched it? I haven't I have, read or I have watched not seen those. that one.
1: The girl with the dragon tattoos. Um, the
2: movies. No, the uh, the girl in the spider's web.
1: Oh no! Yeah, that's yeah, apparently the, it's like
2: his reboot. What's well, the it. sequel
0: oh. that was written? I don't know if it was written by the same guy or. I know it came out posthumously. I don't know if he wrote it or not. Okay, but it's like the it's the fourth story in the
1: Liz- oh. Elizabeth Salander. Okay, that's astrology. the one I haven't read. Yeah, I read the other three. I haven't read the fourth
2: one. Oh well, yeah, and apparently it just it wasn't uh, received very well, and it was uh, it was actually a bomb lost like a bunch of money Oops. um but yeah next year uh the sequel to this movie don't breathe Two, is coming well, out
0: we're gonna talk about that at the end
2: because okay. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm uh, i'm yeah, I'm, apparently. I'm gonna
0: need your thoughts on the, the synopsis <laughs> when we get there uh, uh,
2: well uh, on on the plus side i think he is the right person to be handling this but he is also in charge of the untitled texas chainsaw massacre sequel mm. there's a I, I, I think, sequel in the works
0: yeah i feel like i just turned into that meme of the woman that's like no and then yes you know <laughs>
2: <laughs> well i i feel like his background with the evil dead reboot he's, he's like given me a little bit of hope in that like kind of Man. super gory disgusting feeling kind of movie i i, I don't know I, I have high hopes
0: i mean um, i'm just thinking of like one of the sort of hallmarks of that first movie is that it's mostly implied violence
2: mm-hmm. oh it is not going to be implied at it's going be... to be in your face
0: holy shit the oh my god i'm a little nervous about what that me hook scene's going to look like in his hands
2: oh I
3: or the sledgehammer behind finger. the door that's all it was bothered oh, you're most. right Yep, yep yep
0: good that point sound. good point
3: that's
2: Oof. Uh, so, so uh, apparently don't breathe actually was top ranked in the box office for the first three weeks that it came in mm-hmm yeah and uh yeah uh, internet, uh all, worldwide it gained about 157 million dollars on a like 27 million dollar budget i believe it was mhm yeah i don't know i honestly i that's bright production there wasn't a lot i really just looked on wikipedia and there was not too much so
0: fair enough do you, you remember when this trailer was playing in theaters i do it's actually no. a
3: reason why i had no interest in watching it Really? I actually,
2: <laughs> um, I never saw a trailer for this movie before oh, that's, I watch it.
0: That's probably better. But I remember whenever it would play before a movie, everyone would just be like, <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> and I, I know this because I don't watch trailers in movies. I'm the weirdo with like my eyes closed during the trailers. Yeah. Uh, because I don't, I like to be unsullied. And, um, yeah, and but you could hear everybody gasping every time this trailer would play.
2: Being like, like, was the turkey baster no. in? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> okay, they save that special moment for uh, yeah, first yeah, time you okay, was. Were... Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 so man,
2: so <laughs> Larry told me before he watched it that like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go watch. He he. Yeah, you told me that you th- always thought it was like a teen movie.
3: I so my first time watching it, uh, well, seeing the trailer and stuff, I had two takeaways. One, I felt like the whole movie was shown in the trailer, right? And then two, I got like disturbia vibes with a little bit more violence.
0: Oh, yeah. Just Mm from the trailer,
3: that was Uh, yeah. And so that was the reason why I was like never in any rush to see it. I didn't. I never actually mm -hmm. pieced together that it was Fede Alvarez until this time. I didn't realize it was the same director.
0: Mm.
3: as evil dead mm-hmm.
0: gotcha you probably would have given it a little more leeway had you not i would right? have
3: absolutely ab- yeah. 110 i would have because like right so yeah like, we'll, we'll get into it i'm excited to talk about alvarez
0: it. alvarez ain't making no tina bobber movie no <laughs> <laughs> although i will that say scared the
3: crap out of me when i saw it the first time yeah i thought it was good i, I was I spot for it. shia labeouf though so
2: i do not
0: <laughs> was it Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Is that what turned you into a fan? Uh, yes, exactly. In <laughs> <laughs> his leather daddy style. <laughs> no, actually, it, it, was, go... it was
3: Transformers. I could relate to Sam Witwicky a little bit growing up. Okay, fair fair I enough. saw it like, like like that came out like right at like junior year, sophomore year, high school for Larry. Right. So it was like a
0: total sweet spot, the right yeah. time.
3: It's why Megan Fox will always have a special place in my heart too. Yeah, heart. Yes, my heart, <laughs> It's good gross. that I've only
0: had half this glass of wine because I had some, I had a rejoinder that I would have said at the bottom of the glass of wine. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> All righty. Okay, so let's get into the synopsis. Now, Larry, you are doing the 60-second synopsis. Yep. Do uh, you want a countdown?
3: Give me a countdown. Yeah, I have a stopwatch up in front of me, too, so I can keep track of where I'm at.
0: All right, let's do this three two one go
3: all right so three friends rocky alex and money break into people's homes in order to get money Um, they live in detroit which is kind of a rough neighborhood then and still now uh and they decide that the stuff that they're stealing isn't worth a bunch of cash so they get a lead that this blind man has a bunch of money in his house due to a settlement well after a lot of convincing they all three decide to go do it because rocky wants to get the hell out of detroit they get in there, and the blind man turns out to be more of a foe than what they anticipated. He blows Money's head off, and then Alex and Rocky are trying to get their way through it. They find a girl in the basement who is the person who accidentally killed his daughter and who he had impregnated. Well, come to find out that he captures Rocky, tries to turkey-base her and give her his seat because he's not a rapist. He's just sick. Um, they try to escape. For some reason, Alex didn't unlock the door when he was leaving, and he gets shot and killed, which he deserved. Um, a lot more chase scenes happens. I'm afraid i going to see a dog get killed. Thank God that didn't happen because I would have been mad at both of you two. And then never. they get to the airport, she has the money, they see that he survived, and she's like, fuck this, I'm out, and she Two, hops on a train one. and takes off.
0: Pretty good, man! That was great! Thank you. That was really impressive. At about the 30-second mark, I was like, he ain't gonna make it. And then <laughs> you what, turn you you have that, that have corner headed in. You, in? So you
3: can pick it up if you need to. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm very impressed. Thank yeah, you. you. took You turned that corner and you turned that corner. That was... That was... <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That's how it's done, folks. <laughs> yeah, not how I've done it. That's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Quick
3: pause. I am keeping score, right?
0: Yes, please, kay. if you don't mind. Yeah, give me
3: one second. To pull. I forgot to pull up the.
0: Yeah, because the... last time Excel it was <laughs> clear. <laughs> <to the desk. laughs> no, it's totally fine.
3: I just actually I was sitting here looking at my scores Like, I think she asked me to do that. I am so sorry about this.
0: Yeah, no worries we'd run a tight ship around here all right larry <laughs> get on your shit <laughs> <laughs> so like i said we are going to be following the the style of movie reviews that are done over on here's johnny and it's broken down into a handful of things we talk about the pros we talk about the cons and then we come up with a final score which is gonna be 100 percent, i'm sure I'm just confident <laughs> confident that's gonna be the score um yeah
1: it's Definitely the way you're feeling based on your tones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, before we start that, though, I do want to circle back to you, Justin, which I almost forgot to do, but I didn't because I'm a fucking Dad. professional. Um, now, this was a you <laughs> pick. Can you tell me a little bit about what made you decide? This is the one that you wanted to uh, discuss with the the two podcast ladies in your life awesome.
3: that is a and really Larry. good question that is an amazing question I am, I am happy that was asked
2: so i i actually have two reasons um one is i know that sexual contact con contact oh i can't contact speak. Woo. no <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god, I got a Canadian uh, tiger on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
2: Uh no, I I know that. Um holy fuck, I can't think of the word. Um content. When things, content? Yes. Thank yep. you. I, uh, when sexual <laughs> Did you also
0: is, have a wine? <laughs>
2: ah, man, I feel like I should have, huh? Um no, I I know that uh sexual content, content holy shit uh makes Larry very uncomfortable. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. So I figured, hey, why the hell not? And I know you two are the best at kind of digging your heels in and Making him for face that un- uncomfortableness, Aww. so why the hell not? <laughs>
3: yeah, none of you guys uh, warned me about this. I was very much unprepared. Oh no. uh, that, I mean, that's that the best
1: alone, way to go into it, though. Oh, I'm, I'm happy. I, in yeah. my in my defense, I'd never seen this okay, before, good. so I couldn't give you a warning. Well, but... and, and,
2: and that was kind of the other thing is like I know I didn't know that Mars hadn't seen it, but I knew right. Larry hadn't seen it, and I knew that scene would possibly change his life. So. <laughs>
1: Well, I think it's kind of a pretty good litmus test. If someone can watch that and they're like, mm, not bothered. It's like, okay, I'm not going oh, to run in cards with you alone anymore. When
2: it like starts to boil before he actually like bastes it out, if you will. Oh, <laughs> God. It's so like, green
3: and weird looking. And the fucking hair floating <laughs> in it. Jesus. The oh, hair. Lord. I know.
0: that is that the most offensive part? Okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We'll, we'll get into the like-
2: um, to, if full you have to follicle or not to follicle? It, Rachel, no, no, no. If you have to question it, I, yes, it is the most offensive part.
0: <laughs> the hair?
2: Oh, I just meant that whole scene.
0: No, I meant the hair specifically. Okay.
2: Oh, I don't know. The hair kind of makes it like too real. Shut up, right. Justin. Oh my right. god.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. This is the best time I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So let's get into the plot. Since you are our guest, who would like to take the lead on what about the plot, themes, story, whatever um, you liked about the movie?
2: I, I mean, I, I'll kind of go first. I, okay. I really enjoyed the kind of reverse viewing. Because like, normally in these kinds of movies, we would see the, the, the viewpoint of the person getting broken into. yeah, And it was really interesting to see kind of the point of view behind why these people want to break in mm-hmm. to somebody's house and... Just to kind of see their adventure, I guess you could call it, um, <laughs> their side of the whole story happening. I, I just, I don't know, it was kind of like a breath of fresh air. Well, <laughs> not really,
0: but... It's pretty musty air. Yeah. Like, on,
2: on that same note, is I was really
3: happy they didn't try to make us feel sympathetic for the crime these people were committing. They were doing it for selfish yeah. reasons. I mean, Rocky mm-hmm. was going through some pretty gross stuff, but... They didn't like make you see her as a victim. They made you see her as someone taking what she thought was the only action available to her, which I did appreciate.
2: Mm-hmm. And they never made you feel for like money or anything, right? Right. So that was kind of nice. He was kind of, a, kind of an asshole. So I'm kind of
3: yeah. He, he got, money.
2: He got it. Yeah. And who the fuck names our kid Money? That
3: wasn't his name, Justin. I'm sure it was his street. I don't think anybody named so I feel like very
0: judged him. as an American that you would even
1: say that. I mean I'm pretty <laughs> sure Money named Money yes. Money. Oh,
2: such a stupid <laughs> nickname. Okay. You should watch Eight Miles, my friend. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm I'm okay.
3: You should. Eight Miles is <laughs> a movie. I stand by that.
2: Okay. okay. Alright.
0: Controversial I statements all Thank you, Marsh. <laughs> all right. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> all well, right. Me, I guess. How about you, Mars? What did you think of the plot, or what were some
1: things about the plot you liked? Um, I, I mean, I did really like that it was all of a sudden trying to escape the house uh, versus just trying to hide from this dude, you know, because everything's boarded up and locked from the inside. I thought that was an interesting point, and I also liked because I went into it thinking, well, this is going to be like this. This guy is surprisingly, you know he's he's a substantial foe like he's someone we're actually gonna have to work against in order to get out of the house but if, i i really like that they actually turned him into a monster mm-hmm. it wasn't just a guy who was protecting his home and being violent about it turns out this guy was actually truly a monster I he
3: really good reasons and i liked why that was so locked down
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i thought that was interesting i didn't see that coming yeah.
0: I mean, it's great that they have the misdirective. he's, like, alone and vulnerable. And so when you see those things, even though ultimately they prove to be total red flags, you don't necessarily interpret them this way, that way, until you hit – until we get a little later into the film. Yep. Yeah. And there's a lot of this in this movie. There's a lot of things that I, I – watch, I've watched this now three times, but I watched it once earlier this week and then I watched it again today before the show. And having refreshed and remembered a lot of plot points, I realize how – there is a moment when they first get into the house where the camera basically takes you on a journey through all of the plot points. I was going to and say so, that for cinematography
3: because I totally agree with okay, you. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll stop there then. I will say this movie is tight.
3: Mm-hmm. There is
0: a little bit of setup at the beginning where we meet our characters. We set the stakes. Like, and, but as soon as they get into that house, the tension is just like out of 10 right from the very start. I mean, she she breaks into the house and is searching to find a way to turn the alarm off. So right away, your heart rate is increased and it never really dials down from that point. You know, the story itself is extremely simple. You know, it's not the most revolutionary in terms of plot. You could write it essentially on a piece of paper. And But this is an example, in my opinion. Of taking a very, very simple concept and executing it with razor sharp precision. You know, they this movie drops what would normally be the finale for another movie halfway through the runtime. Halfway through the runtime. We're yeah. in we're in a maze chase and there's a woman tied to a wall. That should be our finale, right? Yep. But no, there's still like you know forty five minutes to go.
2: It almost feels like this is might this might be what it feels like if somebody went in to watch like from Dust till dawn without knowing the twist right right do, i do mean you that's how what i mean like
0: yeah that's how I, I saw that at the time you're that's a good call yeah
2: and i, I don't know i mean it it like the second you see it it, it really
0: it's a different amps movie up the
2: stakes yeah
0: what's that it's a different movie
2: yeah well exactly it, it turns into a like b and e movie into like holy fuck this guy is there is something wrong with this guy. And I, I think it does a really good job of that. And really, as soon as that happens, it's almost like he knows, like, shit, if these people get out, I'm I, I'm done. So he really, like, amps up the monsterness to him. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he really amps up, like, the violence and his sense of hearing, I guess. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. just, like, he really pulls out all the stakes to stop these people.
0: It's also where we really start hearing his voice for the first time, and whoo!
2: Oh man, what a gravelly man. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Stephen Lang's voice is, it's great for playing a villain. It is Because it is terrifying sounding. It, there's something monstrous about it, but also, like, the barely chesty deepness of it. Like, it could kind of go either way, which is sort of indicative of the character himself, so it's just excellent casting, I think.
2: Yeah. I I, I was sad to see the I, I, not really nice boy but the like nicer of Alex. the friend mm-hmm. yeah i was I was a little sad to see him die disagree
3: um, he deserved it <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry oh, I, so like this is like a con for me but there's a couple of times in this movie where they do really dumb shit and they yeah. get what comes their way like he had the keys in that front door like, yeah. I he did not know what was happening in the basement like he should have had that front door opened like, there is no yeah. reason in my mind why that didn't happen outside to further the plot
0: along. I mean, if he had waited one more second, it would have been bad for Rocky.
3: Absolutely, but but he didn't know that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it, no, I, I, agree. It, I agree. It showed him with the keys in that front door, and I just have a really hard time with that.
0: Yeah, that's actually fair. I think there are a handful of other moments where people do dumb things that I feel are less dumb and more thematic. Yeah. Like uh, – Rocky repeatedly having opportunities to leave, but it would mean giving up the money. Yep. And choosing not to because I, and this comes back to I think what makes the setting of this really interesting, right? Like it's an all-white cast, although maybe 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 Daniel Zavato is not white. I'm not actually sure. I haven't looked it up, but it's primarily a white cla- cast set in Detroit. Yeah. Which is on one hand, and this came out the same year as it follows, which is again like a pretty much all-white cast plus Daniel Zavato um in detroit Mm -hmm. but but what's interesting about this is that at first i was kind of like why are all these why why are we focusing only on white people but it's a story about greed and entitlement Mm -hmm. and so the setting of detroit and that the white people that are still hanging around there um are representing greed and entitlement is kind of interesting right so in the case of of rocky it's about money and like can you kind of understand why she wants the money of course Mm -hmm. but it's it's how she's able to justify anything she wants and feel entitled to that money and the power to do that how that is corrupting like to the point where like for her her like fatal sin is her desire for money right and i don't think it's a mistake that her boyfriend the corrupting force of her boyfriend is also named money Mm -hmm. and in the case of the blind man it's this desire to have a child and this entitlement to have a child and how he is owed a child and how he justifies truly monstrous, heinous things because he, – for the love of a child. And I was
3: also happy that they kept it, like, the the, the burglars white only because, like, I, just, I don't need that yeah. trope again. You know what I mean? Especially like, yeah. in Detroit, I think it would have been really easy to have done that right. and played into stereotypes. I, I was actually – I thought about the exact same thing. Like, it takes place in Detroit with an all-white cast doing B&Es and es and I was like, well, at least we don't have to have that conversation with this movie.
0: It's interesting they still tra- tra- selected Detroit, though, because there's plenty of economically de- de- depressed areas that this is sort of the ethnic makeup of. Like, it could have been somewhere in Appalachia. It could have yeah, been somewhere upstate New I think a really like easy York. way
3: to do that is just because, like, I have driven through Detroit. I live close enough to it mm-hmm. never gone up there. There are some parts of that town that are just dead.
0: Yeah, oh, for sure. But the other thing, I just a little kind of thematic note, um, in, in the same way that Money is her boyfriend, I did think it was interesting, and I noticed it actually the third time through, that when we're introduced to the blind man properly, not just him walking outside, but when he's in his room listening to his daughter, uh, the tape of his daughter, that he's <laughs> – she's talking about planting seeds
3: oh I didn't even notice that (laughs) that.
0: (laughs) yeah it's all about like seeds and growing a family like growing a tree like a family tree like it's uh, I don't think it was a mistake or a coincidence that that she's just like he's like what are you doing he's like I'm planting a seed I was like foreshadowing
3: of the worst kind <laughs> that, that is kind of the cool part of this movie is that it is tight it is simple like you said it could be written on a cocktail nap and, and slid across the table but if you do decide to dig a little bit deeper like you said there are these things that are absolutely foreshadowing and talking to larger thematic elements
0: yeah definitely all right shall we get into maybe some of the things that didn't work in the plot like I said, are the biggest ready?
3: the biggest thing for me was that there was a lot of times where Things happened only to further the plot or to keep it moving. Like not unlocking the front door. I yeah. don't understand how he missed Alex with the shears. I, I I'm, I'm sorry. I know the body was there, but like he was like right on top of him, punching him in the face. Never missed a single punch to the face. But he pulled back for one second and missed the shears. That why? Well, I mean, he yeah. stood
0: up. Thank you. He stood up, stepped away, got the shears, and went back to the general area, and then stabbed and hit a body where he didn't know there was another body. Well, he
3: did though, because he put it okay. there. Okay.
0: No, it it was propped up between the washer and dryer and fell down.
2: Oh yeah, it fell down.
0: Yeah,
3: when I, Alex I guess. Fell I don't know. In, I right? guess I I, I would have thought for how
0: meticulous he had been, he would have checked
3: to make sure the person was dead.
2: Well, but th- but at I that mean, time too, he was probably unraveling a little bit. And like... the
0: kid was unconscious, so he stabbed what appeared to be flesh.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then
0: there oh, was yeah. no reaction. You know what I
1: mean? Like. I okay, but I'm with I'm I'm with you because I also was watching that, being like, I don't understand the choreography. Yeah, that was how does this? That was a part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm with Mark. Yeah, yeah. okay, all right, fair enough. (laughs) I couldn't track it, but I let it go. And then also, (laughs) like, I
3: know he was following his dog when he found her in the car, but like, I I don't know. Like,
2: oh, that was that that was pretty. I mean, bullshit.
3: I (laughs) I feel like they made things simpler. Just because the plot was so simple, you know what I mean. Okay. That's, that's basically fair. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's fair. And I totally agree about the door shit. Like, first unlock the door, and then go down and get your friend. Mm-hmm. If you've been having a lot of key drama, like you resolved key drama. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was an overarching theme was key drama. <laughs> and also, like he was he
0: was so keen
3: to use that panic button, and I don't know why he didn't do it like right then. Did he not have it by mm. misremembering? Was it not on him at that point?
2: I think he like pulled it out and then the blind man chased them away or something. I, I honestly I don't remember where he Oh, he tried to use it but they were too far. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> or like even in the very opening scene when they break into the first house and then they trying to look make it look like someone smashed in the window to get mm-hmm. in and they didn't do the lock, but they didn't flip the panel back up on the alarm system. Yeah. Oh whoops. You know, over the panel over the keypad. And I was I mean, like, You're trying not to leave a yes. trail. And
0: like they were not doing a good job of not leaving a trail because then his fingerprints are all over the keys. Mm-hmm. He's like oh, yeah. Googling <laughs> the address of the next place they're going. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was I was watching this, I was like, dude, <laughs> if they trace this back to your dad, it's a wrap. Yeah, shot sh- shop <laughs> got that done
3: in like half an hour. <sighs>
0: oh shit. Oh, wow. Okay, fair, fair. Any other cons from you guys? I have one that <sighs> okay, I want to it? give. Him- yeah, yeah, hit up. I think a lot of those complaints are totally fair. I I'm willing to be like young people do make make stupid mistakes and under pressure people just like make gut checks and choose the wrong thing. So it doesn't bother me quite as much. For me, the really kind of the only cons is and this goes on one hand it's a positive that this is a very simple story just like really well executed in terms of like ratcheting up the tension. But you know, the characters I would not say are really deeply written. Um uh, the movie is really only kind of concerned with Rocky and the blind man and even they are more more archetypes and stereotypes rather than like real deep character studies. Yeah. You know, like we know Rocky's life sucks and she wants to get her life to not suck. And I can understand that. I don't need to go super deep to understand kind of who the character is, but at the same time it it's very, it is a very shallow sort of character sketch. Mm-hmm. And, and they're getting a lot more than even Money or Alex are, who really are just architects. There is mm-hmm. nothing else to them. And, and I think, honestly, if this movie some starred someone other than Gene Levy, I don't know that it would work. You know, yeah. she is able to, Her eyes. Per, yes, it's the eyes. Yeah. Like, it's, she can be both sympathetic and like, have you like the big wide-eyed heroine, sla- you know, in terror from
2: evil dead man she's like it's what made it there for i mean that i think that's a fantastic film too but like yeah it's what made her stick out so
0: much she's i mean she's amazing in that Yeah. yeah but then she also kind of in this she goes against in some ways final girl tropes where like she's scared but we never see her cry she never like is running away slowly and falling you know what i mean there is almost a survivor girl Action hero vibe yeah. to her, and that she kind of keeps her cool, and and I think she is able to sort of thread that needle, which is not the easiest to do. She kind of saves what is sort of an underwritten character, and fortunately, halfway through the movie, when she shifts from essentially your villain to your sympathetic lead, if not your hero, you can make that transition with her because you're on board with with Jane Levy as opposed to Rocky. In my opinion.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: All right. Cool. So what did you guys rate it for plot?
3: I gave it a seven and a half.
0: Oh, that is higher than I was expecting.
2: <laughs> I I gave it a seven and a half
0: as well. That is lower than I was expecting.
2: <laughs> it, it, it's a fun movie. All right. It's it's not the best, but it's a fun movie. Fair.
1: Well, fair. How about you, Yeah, I gave it an eight. I also
0: gave it an eight because while this movie may be very light on plot, I think it does a very good job of executing kind of a very intense, very like tense, tense, tense movie from pretty much the beginning to the end.
2: I'll wait until once we are wrapping this up, I have the uh, plot, the premise for the sequel front of me and as i oh as oh, do i as do i
0: like what the hell it's like oh taken my God, now looked it up oh. like what yeah, okay we're all on board that oh, this is some wow. fucking bullshit right yeah. <laughs> so
2: are they just trying to like play off taken
0: let's just say it for the okay we'll come back we'll come back okay. we'll come okay. back we'll come back okay. okay so visual let's talk about direction cinematography standout visual moments larry oh <laughs> give me some pros okay so
3: the first thing you already mentioned rachel i want to like not put it aside any further i think they do a really good job of, of establishing the environment um mm-hmm. from the first break in when it kind of pans through the house you see where things are at to like Definitely focusing on things that are going to come in the future, like the shoes, the shard of glass in the middle of the floor. Just little things that are definitely going to come back to play later on. I do appreciate that. Um, but the scene that I wanted to talk about I thought it was really, really cool and mm-hmm. kind of left me wanting more because it was so cool to happen so early we never got back to it was when he shot Money in the head <sighs> and his like Man. lips fluttered
0: yes like, And you'd see that light yeah, inside his mouth that oh. was
3: so real. like that was probably one of the most realistic like shootings i had seen in a long time oh agreed and mm-hmm. it was rough and i kind and mm-hmm. that kind of gets paired with like when he punches people in the face like that's like yes. real bare knuckle brawl shit not like what you yeah, see in movies yeah. that he's was brutal right that's like yeah. realness like I, I i boxed and i did some stuff like that's what it sounds like, and that's what it looks like, and it is not pretty. It is gruesome, and it hurts. No. It hurts to watch.
0: Yeah. Oh, when he's just like holding her down and punching mm-hmm. her in the face, I'm just like, oh. I mean, I've seen a lot of that shit in horror movies, but for some reason, it hurt.
3: It was different part, in this one.
0: The impact part in the pun is was much harder. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So the the big thing for me I, is just like the I love somewhere like in the conjuring where Juan took time to establish what your setting is going to be. I feel like yeah. Alvarez did that here, and then just the brutality of the violence.
2: I, I mean, kind of to add on to your point of how brutal the blind man is, um, I really like the way his scenes are shot. Like, he, characters are interacting, and he just, like, shows up behind them. Mm-hmm. And he's just like... It's
0: like a freaking shark, man.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, he's used to probably moving silently right so he can hear Mm -hmm. what's going on around him so i mean when they're breaking into the basement door when money is breaking into the basement door and he just like he's just there after he like quote unquote did the (laughs) the weird passive gas stuff man it was it it definitely like ramped up the tension because when characters are talking i honestly even on a second watch i mean i haven't watched it this is only my second time watching it um it just kind of like added this tension to each scene. Like, is he close by? Like, is he there (laughs) Right. just listening? Where is his dog? His dog is going to kill somebody. Yeah. I don't know. I I just, I really enjoyed how the blind man himself was filmed, especially when he turns out the lights Mm -hmm. and that's like, his Mm -hmm. like, I mean, he's like a shark in water, right? Like my world. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, obviously like this, this thing that, you had to know was coming but i i think it just plays out so well and it's you really get the sense that he knows where he is and every, i mean you see him walking through the dark and he's hitting things on the side and on the roof yeah. to, so he it's knows nice where touch. he is yeah yeah uh-huh. and, and everybody else is just kind of like bumbling around in the dark
0: i don't know uh-huh. i really like how uh how he was shot if you will yeah how about you mars what'd you think
1: um, I mean, obviously I really loved that really long, continuous shot when they first mm-hmm. get into the house that like, I'm assuming steady cam shot where it's just following each and every character kind of pops in and out. We follow them for a second until they duck. Oh, I loved that so much. It was so well done. Um, just, just like choreographing that move. That, oh, it was amazing. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also loved the dark in the basement scene, um, because I loved what they did with their eyes, with mm-hmm. um, Rocky and Alex's eyes, how it was like, oh, those those pupils are as far wide open as possible, <laughs> and um, it made them look creepy and scared, and I <laughs> I I liked it. I thought it looked really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also really liked when uh, Alex, when it's revealed that Alex is not the one who got stabbed with the shears, and his face is just so mm-hmm. fucked up, yeah, and it's like. One of those things that, like, we see people get punched in movies all the time, and we see people get injured in movies all the time, and then the, like, the aftermath is not that realistic, but we're like, eh, whatever, you know? But, like, that is what yes. it looks like when you get punched in the face, yeah. you know? And it was so swollen and real, and I actually, like, it it stood out to me where I was like, oh, dang. Like, that's what that would be. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Especially when Stephen Lane gets you. <laughs> it's gonna be a wrap. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, you've definitely got some some fractured bones in your skull right now mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh i think evil Dead has some really really great camera work for sure and i think in part he took he has his own style but he also took a lot of inspiration from sam raimi himself and here again i i can sense alvarez taking inspiration from some of the other other greats like i think there is a lot of hitchcock in this you know there's a lot there are several points in the movie where he uses dolly zooms so that you when it's outside you really feel the isolation of where they are that like you know as far as you can see they are alone or when he uses them inside it turns what is you know a fairly reasonably sized home feels kind of almost labyrinthian like the way that the halls expand and the doors back away uh really make you feel the distance inside this tiny little home that could feel it at other times is very, very claustrophobic, like especially when she's between the fricking when she's like in the vents, mm-hmm. but it does this, it, it has this way of making you feel like escape is more, more difficult than just running across a room because the room is just sort of expanding away. And, and I think that does a great job of visually adding to the tension of this movie. And of course the standout is the downstairs, like the basement dark scene where it, it's like, fully lifted from Jonathan Demme and like the uh Silence of the Lambs, right? Which is one of my other all-time favorite movies. Uh in this case, he he doesn't have the 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 gla- the goggles, the what are they called? night vision goggles, um but he is equipped for that scenario. And the way that they shoot in the same way that you would see Clarice kind of um you know, you would see Buffalo Bill reaching out for her, like, almost touching her, and she's just, like, wide-eyed looking around. There were a couple of moments of that where Stephen Lang would either appear from the darkness or recede into the darkness. Oh, that reminded I mean, when me when
2: he first does it?
0: Mm-hmm. And then, like, the camera's
2: pulling back, and he just, like, vanishes. Oh, Ugh. so creepy. Chills.
0: I love that scene. That's such a or, good or visual or moment. All, like, when
2: Rocky thinks that it's Alex in front of her, mm-hmm. and she's, like, a foot away from touching him. Oh, <laughs>
0: that's so good. Yeah, I mean, because this movie doesn't rely a lot on special effects or, like you said, sort of mystical, spiritual, supernatural horror, he uses the camera and a lot of, like, a lot of in-camera tricks to kind of create the tension and the scares and it's it's really makes the movie visually really good i think the direction in general is super solid like he has a very clear point of view and even though you're in this house you never kind of get lost between the different characters and stories that are going on you know he just kind of like puppet masters you through this movie um i thought yeah the direction in this was really really solid i guess we got to talk about it huh are we ready is this the moment i didn't know when i was gonna they were saving
3: it it for uh, how scary Justin.
2: No, I, I mean, I'm ready to talk about it right now, if you want, because it is uh He cinematic. can't hold back <laughs> anymore, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the time has arrived.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, well, it depends, because, I mean, I, I'm, as disgusting as it is, like, it's really well shot. Like, I can't say it's not, right? Like, it's it's not really
1: That's like, true. A con
2: for me. Right. I mean, the subject matter is, but... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, I don't like it. I, i'm not sure how to tackle this so. <laughs> so.
0: this has turned into a whole different podcast if you didn't say that
2: <laughs> so so larry i i do have to
0: ask yeah i'm dying to know about it
2: yeah <laughs>
3: yeah
0: do you want to go last I, I, I can go are you ready so i
3: okay. so i watched it with Devin, and oh we were, sorry. <laughs> i i i i didn't i didn't know i had a feeling that think Devin realized it before i did um.
2: Oh, as soon as he opens that mini fridge, you know what's up.
3: Well, I mean, like I think Devin picked up on it before that. Like I think she was more keened in, um, like when he she first saw her down there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was prepared more for like because like, the hardest I thought it was gonna be more like a rape thing, which I was really, really not looking forward to. I mean. And then the turkey baster came out, which is an entirely different (laughs) form of rape. And I and it was like the way he justified it and it's the way he talked about it and it just turned my stomach and it was so gross. Like literally he like he said, I don't give a fuck about you. Like like you you can go when this is done, but you're gonna give me what I want. Like it's like like a cattle kind of thing and it's just brutal, and then like the way he heats it, and this is a fucking turkey-based dog like, He could have gotten a syringe, but no, it was a goddamn turkey-based out in the kitchen, and the goddamn floating hair, and and then like yeah, and like I honestly didn't know where we like I didn't know where that was going to go. I didn't because like when it first started, we didn't know what the hell was going on with Alex upstairs, and then like I thought for sure he was going to come too late, and it was gross. It was gross. It would I mean okay, it was shot gross but it was this i mean
2: he, <laughs> um, they i'm i i am glad he like immediately got his come um, comeuppance for it but he didn't mm.
0: he, he got he got his comeuppance
2: of, yeah oh. um, <laughs> his benefit, like really bad I, okay
3: i see i see what you're saying um <laughs> thank I you i love Rachel. you
2: <laughs> we
4: still friends right <laughs> and like
3: I, I don't know like i just it's fucked up, like, on a lot of levels because, like, obviously this is a movie where it's t- it's doing different things and it's meant to shock and everything, but, like, there are parts of the world where that's just real shit.
0: It's called All of the World. Yeah, and, like, <laughs>
3: I, 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 I don't know. It was just really gross, and I wish, mm-hmm. I was really disappointed that that guy didn't, like, yeah, she shoved it down his throat or whatever, but, like, that really isn't that bad like there's a lot of like a lot of people like that's just like a normal thing when people are like in a consenting relationship that, that can kind of happen but like the fact that he survived whoa, at the whoa, whoa, whoa. End... Hold, hold on do not maybe talk about this Pe- bro come on you, you knew what i meant do not maybe go in more details when i'm talking about uh, okay
2: uh, like
0: are you talking about bondage in- no the, no not the...
2: in your mouth you if no, you've I think seen you're porno, spell it out for me seen. larry i don't know what you mean but i don't
0: i don't know no, wait,
3: what, what I'm saying is the fact me? that like, the worst thing that happened to him coming out of that scene is that he had to s- swallow <laughs> jizz is not the worst thing that could have happened to him. And the fact that he survived. Okay, I thought,
2: I thought you were saying that you could do it with your own. That's why I was really concerned. No. Okay? no. I mean, okay,
3: I, I, that's a thing that
0: happened. I wish
3: more had happened to him. I, I Especially when he survived at the end, I wanted to see her take – especially because he killed the previous girl in there who, yes, killed his daughter. But, like, I really didn't like how the blind man kind of got away mm-hmm, scot- That's free. fair.
2: you really think they would have checked his basement
0: they did you i know the cops mm-hmm. they said they searched the house and said nothing was missing
2: yeah but as soon as you see some fucking a bed in the basement with like a bunch of trees growing around. I mean, around
0: did the cops? Oh, I mean, I guess they were there when. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but like, mm.
3: there's no body. I mean, like that could have been. I mean, it's it's gross, but there's nothing there. He put her in tar. So like the the other girl, so like they're. I I, I also took that as we get his, into like, the septic system.
0: Also, when we get into the second plot summary, maybe it makes more sense. Okay.
2: Yeah, I hope so because that that's one thing that really kind of bugged me. Like, you really think that. I mean, if I was a cop and I saw a fucking dungeon in somebody's basement, I'd be like, "Hmm, maybe there's something more going on here."
0: Yeah,
3: but that, but that was—I big... mean, he
0: could just say it was kinky. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: That's what I was kind of at, but that—but that's like a big problem for me, especially because like Mars and Rachel, when we reviewed Revenge and um, the Perfection, mm-hmm. there was like real justice for what had happened, yeah. and, and that's a big mm-hmm. thing for me when it comes to like the rape revenge films. That if you're going to do that shit. I need that cathartic relief. I just don't want to watch it just to watch it. And obviously, what happened before was implied and nothing – it came close but didn't actually happen to Rocky. But I, but still happened I to really feel before. like the blind man got, like, a super clean pass off of it.
4: Mm-hmm. Personally. Mm-hmm.
3: Personally. But I, I am the Puritan, notoriously, so. <laughs> the
1: Puritan. <laughs> No, I mean, I kind of agree with you, because it was one of those things where it was so gross, and it was so uncomfortable, and it was so upsetting, and I I don't know why, I didn't know why until, you know, that I was like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like this, I don't like yeah. that it happened, because it's not normally that it's like, you know, but it just seemed like, I but I think that's what it is for me, is that because there wasn't any sort of, like, real, true resolution to it or any true like you know he didn't he didn't get his cum ovens <laughs> and so i think maybe that's why it bothers yeah. me that it was in there so graphically yeah because i didn't get i didn't get any sort of like oh okay, exactly well, at least, I, I felt like know. it
3: was like literally put in there for like okay you saw the trailers you thinking you know what's going to happen but were you ready for this like that was the vibe yeah i it did feel a little bit shock
1: factory yeah. you know a little bit yeah Okay, so that makes me feel better about okay. my feelings about it, because I was like, I don't know why I feel this way about it, yeah, but, but I do. And, that's,
3: and that was my big takeaway, which why I was going to say it for how scary, because I think that was meant to do that, and yeah, it's disturbing, and yeah, it's gross, but I feel like if you're going to adventure into that territory, you got to do a better job with it.
1: There's got to be a balance, yeah. I feel like. Like, a better balance to it. I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hmm.
0: I have a little... Dip- I I agree I would have liked to have seen him die at the end and my opinion of this has evolved a little bit after seeing the synopsis for the second movie
4: okay
0: but removing that aspect of it and kind of going back to how i felt at the end of watching it the other day before i looked up the synopsis and i remember when this came out this was the scene that was the most controversial you know people were big mad about this scene whereas other people weren't and I was not that mad about it. Really? Um, Because I think now this may not be true for you, Larry, but I think largely we are a nerd to sexual violence in horror movies or in movies in general. Yeah. And the difference between what happens in this movie and typically in films where you have sexual assaults is that you don't see the implement. Sure. And. People were so aghast at seeing what is like, me- like the metaphorical erect penis and the pre cum. Like they're so big, mad about that. But guess what? That what do you think happens with the dick? The same yeah. exact thing. The difference is you're you just seeing gotta keep
2: it, up, right? And then it's good to go.
0: And so, <laughs> oh right. And I think this movie, the way that post microwave the wave this movie kind of unmasks what the more of the mechanics of what is happening and that is very upsetting yeah and you know what? Good. I'm glad that you reacted to it. It should be upsetting. You should feel this way about all sex, sexual violence scenes, but it's a reminder, a visual reminder of how fucked up this is. We're just, we have now reached a place where we've seen how sexual violence is depicted so many times that we can compartmentalize. And this movie doesn't allow you to, it confronts it and it's fucked and it's gross. And seeing him get a mouthful of his own cum was to me pretty satisfying. Would I like to? Would I have liked it more if he had also died at the end? Sure, that would have been like the actual arc. But there is some degree that to me, the reason that she did not receive the justice that she deserved was by her own choice. She could have used the remote to call the police, and to her, it was more important that she get the money than she get the justice. So I'm less bothered by that. Is it the calculus that I would make? No. Mm-hmm. But the, it's the calculus the character made. And so it doesn't the, bother me as and much.
3: throughout the movie, it's very, very clear that, yes, those people were her friends. Yes, there's stuff going on. But she's in there to get the money and get the fuck out. So I right. I, I, I do feel that. And what like you yeah. said like that is true. Like You think about like, even in Revenge, which was graphic as hell, they still hit a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was why I was like, really revolted.
0: I mean, it's revolting. You are not incorrect, sir. (laughs) But I kind of like, I'm kind of glad it rattles people. Because I'm like, yeah, this shit is fucked up. You've just grown numb to it. So if you need to see a drip of cum coming out of some, out of a turkey baster to get upset again, I'm on board. (laughs) The problem is that I don't, and this is how I felt yesterday. Today, I feel slightly more ambivalent because... I think based on the plot of the second one, which we probably should just go ahead and get into and quit teasing. I don't think that Fede Alvarez realizes that he's the villain of the movie.
2: Oh no. Yeah. they. Uh, did you read the uh, premise of I'll, the I'll second? Read the, okay. I'll read okay. it.
0: It is. Um, okay, here we go. So this just wrapped in October. I didn't even know it was coming until October. Every time I say coming, I giggle. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> well, they just um,
2: announced it in like January, didn't they?
0: Well, I mean, it got postponed because of covid and then they finally were able to wrap it so here we go in don't breathe too the blind man has been hiding out for years i'm guessing because maybe they did find his sex dungeon um in an isolated cabin and is and has taken an in and is raising a young girl orphan from a house fire their quiet existence is shattered when a group of kidnappers show up and take the girl forcing the blind man to leave his safe haven to save her it's taken but with the blind man and it just like why? How is he being rewarded with a small child? This is a man that, yeah, that that harnessed women and sexually assaulted, raped them, even though he doesn't think of himself as a rapist. Uh, with a turkey baster of his own cum. So, Fede Alvarez is behind this. He is not directing, but he I think was involved with the writing and producing.
2: Uh... Yeah, he he is he's credited as a writ writer. And producer. I remember what? he
0: was when he was interviewed about a sequel for Evil Dead. He said he had written he had a script for Don't Breathe Two, but that he had ideas for Evil Dead Two, but no script. So, uh, yeah. So this is encounter. deeply disappointing. Yeah. Yep. This is that's that's the one part that makes me feel if I separate the two pieces of information and just. Judge solely by what is in the initial film. Oh, yeah. I feel pretty positive about it. But if you add into this, and I feel like, I mean, we haven't seen the movie yet. Maybe when we see the movie, our opinions will shift and we'll be like, here's it's justice. It's not, it's justice delayed. You know what I mean? And I can live with justice delayed as long as we get some justice. But if we are expected to get on board with the blind man, no, they (laughs) they have to do. Fade is dead to me. I mean, to be fair, he did turn our 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 thieves into our, you know, anti-heroes in this Yeah, movie. but that now they but,
2: have to make go the other way.
3: Yeah, and I can't do it. I don't think do that it. is possible. I don't
0: think I can do it. I don't Especially think I can do, do it. Especially
3: when you establish him as a actual fucking monster.
1: Right. Yeah. And I... Yeah, it, th- that's kind of why, like, I was so torn, early, you know, when I was saying earlier, like, that this upset me in a way where I was like, I don't, I don't know that this was necessary, but this is why I was, ups- you know, torn on both sides because I was like, but at the same time, it, it's making things so real yeah. that it's important, you know, like when we did the revenge yeah. episode you know making things real. So that's why I was I'm so like I don't know. I I don't like it,
0: but I do, but I don't.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean,
0: you are not alone in feeling conflicted. I read quite a bit about this, like kind of I wanted to remember. I remember the time people freaking out so I went back and read some of the link pieces at the time, and there are some people who are kind of like I don't think that he really nailed the like larger social dynamics. But a lot of the people were just mad about how graphic it was. And it was like Devin Farachi and a bunch of other dudes that were like really upset that they had they had gone so crass with it I was just like are you are you serious are you fucking kidding me I'm so glad that you are crying about like the cum bomb I'm so delighted I'm delighted I I, I drink your suffering so <laughs> my wine is made of your yes, tears yes it is <laughs> so yeah I, I feel like I wanted to come on in heart God I'm not doing this on purpose <laughs> I wanted to come str- I wanted to be I wanted to have strength in my opinion of this but I I feel undercut by latest news so yeah
3: but fortunately for know. this movie we can only judge it based on what we saw so
0: true that is true
3: and we that already did plot so that would have been a killer for plot <laughs>
0: that's true okay so do visuals everybody said what they wanted to say did you have any cons or are we all pretty happy with the visuals did we cover everything
3: pretty well all
0: yeah. right let's get that score there.
2: I, I gave it an eight i gave it a nine
0: i also gave it a nine i went eight and a half all right strong visuals <laughs> certainly unforgettable ones yep it looked good <laughs> look very accurate okay so audio Larry, why don't you start us out with audio? Sure.
3: I think the acting across the board is great. I like. I am a big fan of small casts. I think that it allows for better performances, especially when you get great performances. I think they were all good. I think Money was really stereotypical. Alex was a, like a very yeah. cut and dry character, but like I felt like mm-hmm. the actor who played him, uh, what is his name? Um, Dylan Minnette. Dylan Minnette. I've Josh, seen other right? things before. I think he's pretty good. Um. But across the board, the acting was really, really well done. The soundtrack, to me, and that's a big thing for me. If you guys listened, mm-hmm. to listen, the listener of Zombie Girls listening to that, here's Johnny. I think that what separates a lot of good horror films from great horror films is a score that sticks with you forever. Yep. And yep. this one does not have that, nope, at all. Like I, I can't like, even after watching it twice, I, I couldn't tell you anything that stuck out. Even just like a, like a sample from a song that's popular, there's like nothing in here for that. And maybe that's purposeful because yeah. there's a lot of silence and loud noises and shocks and stuff, which is fine. But um, like, and then for the most part, I feel like I've stumbled around in the dark in the basement and how quiet they were being, not knowing it and how like maze like it was down there. Was I think they'd be making more noise. Do you know what I mean? I think it would have been a lot easier for him knowing the layout and then having no idea. I feel like there would have been more noise who would have found him easier, but that's nitpicky again.
2: I mean, he found Alex pretty easy.
3: Yeah, but he was making a lot of a noise, though. Times. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I mean, I have stumbled around in my bedroom and made more noise than those guys did stumbling around in a, a maze-like basement. But again, nitpicky. I'm not, I'm not going to crush it, but those are my... My big pro is the I, acting I mean, was great, and then the cons were just small things.
0: That's fair.
2: That's I, fair. I do agree that I, I think... Even, like, Money and Alex, even though I don't think they were, well, they were very stereotypical. But I I think the acting was pretty spot on. I mean, depending on what they were, like, what was given to them. um, It was probably seemed a little, obviously, I mean, obviously the whole movie was more focused on Rocky and the blind man. But I have to agree. I mean, the acting was phenomenal. I love Jane Levy and mm-hmm. uh, the blind man. I'm sorry, I can't remember his. I, I, we've said his name like four hundred times. Stephen Lang, I think, does a great job. And I also have to second you with the soundtrack. I mean, it doesn't really have anything to it. It it, it does kind of live in the silence. Obviously, mm-hmm. it kind of helps ramp up the tension, but it doesn't really stick with you. Like it, like you said, I I can't sitting here thinking I can't think of, like, a single...
3: Like, note or anything.
2: Yeah, like, I I can't think of really anything. Um, So, I mean, I really kind of agree with you on everything, except for the basement thing, but, you know, that's teach there. Mm -hmm.
1: How about you, Marcy? Um, I mean, I also can't remember a single piece of music (laughs) from this movie, to be completely honest. Um, I did... I, I mean, I liked how there were certain times when they really accentuated... The sounds the three kids were making like when Rocky first breaks in she gets that piece of glass caught in her shoe mm-hmm. and it makes that tapping sound and just how accentuated that was because at that point like that's what we're fixated on is every little sound he could hear and that's how he's gonna find you and I I really like this. I mean you know I do I talk about this with almost every movie we watch where I talk about like the little sounds mm-hmm. you know and how much I appreciate the attention paid to little sounds and given that that was a huge like plot point here um, I loved it because you know mm-hmm. I love me some little sounds. Uh, <laughs> you are big on foley, <laughs> yeah. It uh, it and it, I, man, I was kept getting these crazy like forty-seven meters down on cage. I love that. Rhythm, of, like he's the shark. <laughs> oh, good, <laughs> good. But like I really like kept feeling like it was forty-seven meters on cage, but like slightly better and also not in the water. But you know, like, it uh, just how every little thing. And then, and then, you know, he would just loom following these sounds. And um, so, I, I mean, I loved, th- I loved that. Um, I did feel like there were times when the focus wasn't on, oh, he's going to find them based on sound because yeah. we're going to do dialogue instead, where that mm-hmm. was lost. And I was like, I, you know, part of me was like, well, we can't, I don't want to do both. You know, like, I don't want to go back and forth and whatever. I would convenient. have loved to have seen I'd them like communicate
3: it. more with their cell phones. I thought that was going to be really cool Yeah. And they didn't do it like, after that first sequence.
1: Yeah, or something, you know, but the fact that, like, they go from, oh, we're texting, I'm in the closet, and then he finds her, and then they're just talking. And I was kind of like, you know, I don't know. Uh, So that's my pros and cons, is when they wanted to focus on sound, they did it great. And when they didn't, it was like, well, but wait Mm -hmm. a second ago, we were having to be real quiet. Yeah. So, you know, but, you know, I don't know. It just kind of depended on on the scene, but I kind of would have liked that overarching entire movie all the sounds we make he can hear Mm -hmm,
4: mm -hmm.
1: i would have preferred that myself
0: (laughs) fair that's totally fair um yeah i think i kind of agree with just about everything you guys said you know i did like the use of silence to ramp up the tension they did break that rule a little bit that now that you're saying it probably would have made it even better if it was like full um what's the alien one with jim from the office
2: Oh, uh I, I never
3: watched oh, that movie.
0: Quiet, quiet Place. Quiet if it was like full quiet place, that would have been that was really cool. Yeah, I was actually expecting yeah.
2: more of that in this movie. So how is is that a good movie? I have never seen it.
0: Yes. I like it. I mean it's an, it's not a perfect movie yeah. and like you will definitely after it be like, But how do people like live? <laughs> <laughs> like how do you how do you not get murdered for like a sleep fart? Like, you know, but yeah, see
3: see it just um, so we can talk about oh, it. Oh man, I'd be I'd have, be fucked. I have some strong thoughts about like two sequences in that movie in particular that would spoil it for you, but there are two instances that really annoy me. There is a,
0: there is a stairway scene that will definitely enter your, your slideshow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it's worth it for the stairway scene alone. And also the bathtub scene. Yeah. Seeing in the theater Those is really the two... cool too,
3: because it was like one of the, it was without a doubt, one of the quietest instances I've ever been in a theater. And like, I actually remember getting mad at like, someone eating popcorn because i thought they were being yeah i was like they're just eating popcorn like it's just that quiet
0: i think it's probably an even better experience at home if you have a decent system Mm -hmm. because you can have pure silence Yeah, it's really
3: cool justin i I think you should watch it
0: yeah definitely so as for the soundtrack you guys have all said this already but i listened to it tonight okay um on I could not hum a single. Song. Okay, good. Okay, I was <laughs> it falls out. Like, good. All right. Good. No, nope. And I and I think it's because there the reliance on silence. You know that like every silence in this movie is pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. But even like TCM
3: like we were talking about earlier, like like
0: Great. oh wow wow I, oh, I didn't can't get help that. It. Just, I, know. just... <sighs> I hate myself a little bit right now. I hate my personality. <laughs> I can't help it though.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say like like even TCM had a lot of like like focus on like the original one has a lot of focus on silence and quiet and like these big pops but it still has that camera flash noise that is just permanently associated with it you know what i mean yeah you can do something and still have that like even like the original Mm -hmm. friday the 13th the like like that was something small and subtle and like i said that's what separates good in my opinion really good horror movies and like the greats
0: yeah, I mean it's it's certainly like adding salt to something, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. it just increases the flavor. Like I said, I... I, I, a movie can still be great without mm-hmm. it, but it's it's hard. It's not easy because a good soundtrack really. It, I mean, it just speaks to a different part of you, like neurologically. Yeah. I think. And know? I wrote into
3: your show before and defended you because I am also kind of a snob. <laughs> when it comes to You're gonna so. get to
0: defend me again for our next Zombie Girls episode because those jerks made me watch Llama Gideon oh and God. High, yeah, Llama it is what you think it is. Yeah. I'm actually <laughs> Whatever correct. you think it is, it is correct. Okay. So audio. Should we give a score? Absolutely. All right. What did you give it, Larry? Um
3: I this is my lowest score so far. I gave it a six and a half. And again, the big thing for me is for a movie like what Mark was saying, right, grounded in silence and that's how he kinda hunts you, then like it's like it's just so situational when it matters and then not having any kind of like theme or score throughout.
1: Okay. how about you uh marcy i gave it a seven for those same reasons fair fair (laughs) and
2: Justin, i also gave it a seven i don't know it just without that soundtrack Mm -hmm. it really really takes it down for me
0: that's fair yeah for me there was some pretty great sound design in moments of the film like has someone sniffing ever been so scary (laughs) when he's just like smelling them shoes which by the way mars i'm amazed horrifying horrifying but did you feel so validated in your never fucking take off your shoes ever because she got caught they got caught because they took the shoes off.
3: i honestly don't get why they took the shoes off either like to be quiet yeah but like you could walk quietly like he was wearing shoes the whole time and he wasn't making that much noise he was coming down the hallways they didn't know he was coming
0: yeah but he was wearing boots
3: Uh, (laughs) coming
0: Lord, have that is me. the God. drinking game for this. Okay, everybody stop. Rewind the podcast. Every time we say coming, drink. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be as
1: stupid as me. <laughs> no, but I was horrified that he could smell other people's yeah. shoes. Like, And that goes back to Justin. Super like, sniffer. The worst superpower ever. Super sniffer. If you could find someone else's shoes based on a unique foot smell how
2: strong is that smell
1: yeah i feel like that money had some stanky Horrifying.
0: Dogs. it could have but been
2: perfume or some
0: something horrifying.
2: you nasties hey i mean i i work i work in like a very labor intensive job i guarantee my, my i would not want to smell my yeah, but you're not boots. jane levy i don't want to smell her boots either
0: but if you had to smell <laughs> someone's boots you could do worse than jane levy I mean, yes. of the yeah. three, yeah, yeah, Jane Levy is right. the one. Oh, absolutely. I feel like it was Money's <laughs> shoes that were, like, stanking up the scene. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> yeah. he seems like he would have a piquant foot. Yes. <laughs>
3: oh, oh, <right>. <laughs> oh, my. Rachel, we need your score for audio. Lord have mercy.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus I regret Christ. nothing. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I I'm kind of conflicted on the score as well. The music is, you know, or no sorry you yeah, were on music right It was, was non-existent um, but i did find him and his use of sound and his ability to use sound to track them and things like that to be pretty scary so i gave it a seven did i really upset you with the pecan thing i'm sorry <laughs> why say it again why say Don't it
4: twice
0: <laughs> all right scariness mars how scary was this movie to you
1: i mean honestly it was pretty scary I forgot to mention it in the visuals, but that scene when money is setting off this weird smoke bomb thing. And then we see the blind man just sitting mm-hmm. up in bed was honestly like kind of made me go, oh, you know, like it actually was startling. I actually, I actually found it pretty scary. Did we rate yeah, it? Yeah, last one. I don't remember. I'm sorry. Okay. I, um, I I honestly, I'd give it an eight. Fair. Fair. How about you, Justin? Scary? Did you think oh, it was scary? Oh,
2: I. I... I mean, not even to bring up the semen. Yeah, I mean, just the way the blind man carries himself and how, like I said, he just, like, pops up in the middle of Well, not in the middle of nowhere. It's his fucking house. But he just kind of shows up. Out of nowhere. I I mean, you said it perfectly, Mars, when he's setting off that smoke bomb and he's just sitting up out, out of nowhere. Like, it's fucking terrifying. And I and I think that they pull that a couple times. Like I would really expect myself to get used to it after the first or second time, but I mean every time it happened, I was it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I
0: also gave it an eight. How about you, uh Larry? Uh
3: yeah. So I guess I'm gonna be in the minority here. Um I so think it would score have, tank. I think it would have been <laughs> scary or so for me, like when he, when he sat up and he's walking around the hallway and stuff, like the first time I watched it, it was scary. I watched it twice, and it was less so the second time. I think a movie shot from the blind man's perspective when he's like not a monster would have been really terrifying. Like, like imagine well, it's similar to Hush, right? If you guys have seen that,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I have not. Oh, oh yeah,
3: that's yeah. good. Um, like, there's a lot then of again, like that scared me more because that's the scary part. Like these people went in. It's like they like similar to uh forty seven meters down, like you went into the shark's territory. So you're gonna like you're gonna get what you get, like living in his world. You know what I mean? And I don't think they were prepared for that. And like they just didn't stack as much for me. And then uh, another big thing for me, and this this happens when I feel this way in a movie. Like when something stupid or non logical happens and then you keep moving forward, not unlocking the door. When she beats him up and puts a turkey base down his throat and he's just laying there, like – and she she chained him up, but, like, like, you should have been sure. You know what I mean? Like, he killed your boyfriend. He was going to rape you. He, he thought he killed Alex – like you should have made sure he was down. In the moment they left him there, you knew that he was still coming back. Do you know what I mean? Like and, and for me, especially because at the beginning of the movie yeah. they teased him dragging her down the street. You knew it was Oh, wasn't... I'm glad you
0: brought that up. It... I hated that they started in Media Res. They should not have done that. Yeah,
3: and it's like you so you knew that there was more, and for me, that cuts against the house scariness and and also, like there, it takes a lot to freak me. Like there are things that, like it, it does. Like, there's, a, there's a bar for me. It's similar to what you say, Rachel, you're kind of dead inside. So when something hits you, yeah. it hits you hard. <laughs> and everything else kind of just floats around that like middle of the road kind of thing for me.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so I gave it a six. Like I, I mean, I didn't tank it. Okay. it. It does have those jump scares, and the first time it definitely does catch you off guard. Um, but I think the breaking and entering, someone creeping around when you're not aware was done a lot better in like a film like hush than opposed to this Mm
0: -hmm. justin you should definitely check out hush very good very good i will yeah okay so i we've talked a lot about the quiet parts but there are actually a couple of sort of fast-paced parts or noisy parts that also really scared me uh the dog chasing her through the vents was super intense in my opinion that was cool yeah uh the claustrophobia got to me but also just the fact that he was just coming Mm-hmm. That was that was a surprise. and God damn it. Drink. <laughs> drink. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. So – and then the other part that really scared me was when they're down in the basement the first time, when they find the girl, and you hear him discover that they've gone down, and you yes. can hear him run across the house. That, I thought, was really scary. That was cool, yeah. Uh, yes. So – and I actually think that this movie – scary is not the right word i think this movie what it's trying to achieve is tension sure and i think in terms of that brand of quote-unquote scariness this movie is really effective from it, it just because it takes you from set piece to set piece problem to problem occasionally characters do stupid things i agree but they never linger and the next thing you know they're in some other sort of part of this labyrinth of a house trying to hide underneath furniture or climb through things or whatever the case may be like, Mm -hmm. or falling on glass as it slowly cracks underneath him, which is classic. Mm -hmm. But I love that they have the little twisty twist of him not falling through, but he looks up and there's that shark above him shoots the glass and knocks him back into the house. Oh, he was so close to almost getting out. And so I think in terms of a tension builder and a pot boiler, this thing is, really strong yeah i mean so I, i'm gonna i give would it...
3: almost before you your score just to play devil's advocate real quick i would almost say if you did tension i would probably have scored it less because of the opening of the movie
0: oh the opening of the movie i think is a mistake because you only see the one character and you know when she gets out that like you don't know how it's
3: gonna mm-hmm. go and
0: you do kind of forget for a second in the tension of the dog dealing with the dog um but ultimately when we return to that scene you're just kind of like well you know, it, you're, you know you're getting back the... to
3: that at, at some point
0: And it also ruins the surprise about the blind man. Yes. So, but in from moment to moment, I thought the tension was pretty great. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm not going to give it a 10 because there are some problems, (laughs) but I'm going to give it an, I think it's an eight and a half. I think if you are not dead inside, like the husks that are, are, you know, haunting this podcast right now, like for (laughs) newbies or people who still have a soul who are watching this, this is going to be really freaking scary.
3: Okay, perfect. I can review the scores if you'd like.
0: Yes, please.
3: Alright, so for plot, I gave it a seven and a half, Justin gave it a seven and a half, Rachel gave it an eight, and Mars gave it an eight. For cinematography, I gave it an eight, Justin and Rachel gave it nines, and Mars gave it an eight and a half. For audio, I gave it a six and a half, and everybody else gave it sevens. And then for How Scary, I gave it a six, Justin gave it an eight, Rachel gave it an eight and a half, and Mars also gave it an eight. So an aggregate average score would give this film a 77 all right rachel all right. you were the I you were the upper outlier right. you gave it an 81 and i was the bottom by a lot and i gave it a 70 <laughs> <laughs> and funnily enough justin and mars actually gave it the exact same score of a seventy-eight, seventy-five. Oh right. yeah. 75
0: <laughs> yeah i feel like this is a low b so i mean we're a little shy of where i thought it would end up but i, I pretty close Sorry. pretty close i feel good <laughs> no i listen at the end of the day does not matter you know what i mean like it's just it's like whose lives anyway is that
3: what you're saying
0: yeah exactly (laughs) but i but ultimately i feel pretty happy about where it ended up and i feel like we didn't make you watch something you despise oh no not not, no 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 no
3: you guys could have done that and you did not
0: no i we picked it we i I mean we picked it justin picked it and i joined on board just because we thought it would be a fun one to talk about
2: And, and i and i think that that i mean granted you know, it has its issues there, um in the middle, but yeah. I I think it is a fun one to talk about. It, so
0: For sure. So Justin, we you picked this movie. Are you satisfied with how this all came out? Oh my god, I uh, didn't
1: mean to do it that time, I swear to God
0: Um
2: Yes, I am. You even
1: put the word satisfied. <laughs> I know, I didn't mean it. Uh,
2: yeah, I I mean, I'm just glad people uh, got to I mean both i didn't realize that mars hadn't seen it either so I, i'm glad that both of you got to uh enjoy
1: experience, experience. I yeah. Word, yeah, I, guess, like, <laughs> I hit my Experience. Like, this
3: movie. There, was, there was nowhere where i was upset or anything by that it was a it was a good movie like i said Lobie I think was a good spot for it
1: mm-hmm. yeah i mean honestly it was more mm-hmm. than what i expected i expected a really straightforward like kids break into a house turns out this dude is yep like formidable. i said the disturbia
3: part two <laughs>
0: that's what i was prepared for no no
1: this one had a little twisty twist (laughs) and i appreciated that little twisty twist it was icky and i didn't like it but you know i'm glad it was there question mark mark, shrugging emoji (laughs) awesome all right for those of you at home who
0: are listening who maybe saw this for the first time or the i don't know however many times and you have some thoughts did we miss something did we get it right did we get it wrong what do we need to watch next? I don't know. Whatever you have to say. <laughs> Drop us a line at Rachel at ZombieGirls.com. Or you can head over to our Facebook and um, reach us there, I guess. And, of course, if you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes. All right. So that just basically leaves plugs for you guys. What? Where can people find you if they need some more of those sweet Larry and Justin dulcet tones? All right.
3: So the biggest place of social media where we're active is on Twitter over at Here's Johnny Cast. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Google Play, uh, iTunes, basically wherever you want to find your uh, podcast. We are there Stitcher, if that's Stitcher. The whole thing. Yeah, I use Podcast Addict because I like how I can like at, like queue up my podcasts. Um, yeah, me too. We release a show every single Monday. We usually do video game and film reviews around a similar subgenre, but we also do interviews uh, with filmmakers or scholars or just people within the horror genre and yeah we have a discord if you're into that we have a bunch of horror fans talk about horror things and teaming up to play games if you're into like dead by daylight and stuff and no i just want to say thank you to both rachel and mars for having us on thanks for rescheduling things came up and we know I mean, it's probably delayed for your audience but we appreciate you oh, being flexible
0: it'll be fine
1: i just followed oh, you well, on twitter you. oh thank you and you should know my Twitter is exclusively uh, the police Twitter for my city, so that I can see what crime is happening. So now it's all the police and you guys. Good. I'm happy to be on. Do you at least follow me?
0: Damn. <laughs> oh, Maybe.
1: we'll check. Shit. But
3: yeah, like <laughs> <That's> uh, <about laughs> That's I really, tough. really appreciate it. We're, we're going to have you guys back on. We talk about it before we before we start recording for a special another trivia episode that Justin's working on.
2: That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and you guys get to uh, face off this time instead of working together. Oh, no. Oh, Larry's going to
0: hate me by the end of this. I swear to God. <laughs> oh, you're on man, a mission to is... make me hate Larry or Larry I hate me. I'm going
2: to live in the awkwardness that happens. I,
0: I don't know if I like being cast like by you as the nemesis for Larry. <laughs> I'm starting to see a pattern here. I feel like, Larry, you and I need to have some off pod talk i, I agree i think that's what <laughs> sets up
3: for failure and right
0: and i love you i and i want you to love me too i, I will and
3: like I, I will put aside my competitiveness but i we played my sister came to see me on friday and uh we played harry potter trivia and even though they were no competition for me because it was book-based not movie-based i still got uh my competitive side came out so i'm not looking forward to not being on a team
0: I know we gotta figure something out, dude. We gotta like wag the dogs because <laughs> <laughs> I refuse for us to be nemesises. I agree. No, it's 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 all in good
2: fun. You guys will be. Oh, whatever. and I would also
3: like to find another game to review. Now, Justin, because Justin was sick during Alien Isolation, but that was a mm-hmm. hell of a pick, Rachel. And I would love for the four of us to do another game.
0: Yeah, what's a really scary one? I mean, I'm scared of horror video games, but what's a really scary one? Can we top alien isolation? I don't
3: know, man that was that was some stress that was some real world stress,
0: yeah, never forget the nest <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. wow wow wow, wow, wow
0: wow wow, wow wow, wow, I agree. Awesome. All right. Well, so that leads what we're going to be doing on our next episode. For those of you who are playing along at home, it is a me pick. It's my turn. I get to pick the movie, and I am picking a little movie called Resolution. Have either of you fellas seen this movie? I haven't even heard of it. Uh, No. Oh, okay. Well, you should play along. It's uh, it's an interesting one. I've seen it before, and it's one that I have really always wanted to talk to you more about because I feel like you're I feel, I feel like i don't want to i don't want to tip like i don't want to put pressure on you to like it if you don't but it feels like a movie i think that you're going to be into we'll see we'll see we'll see i think it's going to be at the very least super interesting to kind of take apart okay yeah i'm yeah, excited because it's a little twisty twist um it's a little strange we'll see what you think. All right, so here's the synopsis. Soon-to-be dad Michael makes a last-ditch effort to save his longtime but addicted friend Chris from a foreseeable drug-related death. Visiting Chris and handcuffing to him to an exposed plumbing pipe, Michael forces his buddy into detox. But while watching over his friend, he also discovers that all is not right within the territory Chris has drifted into okay yeah i was
2: looking at a different movie
0: oh what were you (laughs) looking at
2: you said resolution right yeah yeah there's another resolution that came out in 2013
0: so the one i'm talking about is from that's a good point if there's multiple resolutions (laughs) this is the one from 2012
1: Oh, uh, there's one from 2017. Not too. that one either.
2: <laughs> okay. And
1: 2016. Okay, okay, hold
2: on, hold on, because uh, I, I I am really
0: interested. I do want to watch. it. All right, it. I'm gonna put the um, I'm gonna put the link in our chat. Okay. It's
1: the one from 20 now. Justin right? Benson as the director. Yes. Okay.
0: So here is my request to you: If you are going to watch it, that is, don't look at anything else. In fact, don't even look at the IMDb beyond making sure that it's the right one. The less you know going into this movie, the better it is. Yeah. When are
3: you gonna do Possum, Rachel?
0: I'm doing Possum with you. Okay. When you next time you come back, are you ready to do Possum? I don't
3: know, man. I that that trailer has not left my brain.
0: Okay. Oh, so what is this Possum? Possum. Oh yeah, we're doing Possum. <laughs>
2: um, it is on. Uh, yeah, it's on Prime. Yeah, Video. watch that
3: show before bed the night, Justin.
2: <sighs> no, I'm good. Is it the one with
1: yep. the puppeteers? Yes. I'm just reading the IMDb. Oh, puppeteers. Yeah, it's All even right. worse.
2: Possum.
0: we'll talk about it after we wrap alright Mars do us a solid and take us out
1: thanks for coming back watch Resolution be as weirded out as I'm sure I'm gonna be and uh, we'll catch you next time folks Bye. bye everybody bye
2: I mean, I can do it right now if you want. This It's even easier to fit in my mouth. Oh, my
3: God. In your mouth. Well, that's good. There we go. I forgot you did that one time.
2: Yeah. Uh, it wasn't just one time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't, maybe you were off the call at that point. We got treated to a lot of uh, hot mouth action. <laughs> <laughs>
1: if, I,
2: if, if, I'm, if I'm taking steroids, it's going to be the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like yeah for all you know i was sitting in my room zooming myself that's not (laughs) no (laughs) that's not what i wanted it to sound like you know sometimes you just gotta zoom (laughs) sometimes you just gotta get zoomed you know
0: although we did get brand new artwork and and like we're gonna have a separate just stream queens feed now i'm waiting for you to pop that
3: patreon you keep talking about
0: Oh, that's, that was the last thing I needed to do before we can do Patreon, is I needed to get art okay. for Stream Queen. So that's coming out like in the next month. In fact, this Saturday, we're recording our first bonus episode, which, by Ooh. the way, if you guys ever want to be on a bonus episode, we'd love to have You're all in us done.
3: now. Yeah.